theyeshiva.net. Yitchasamet Beis, right? We're in the middle of the page. Um, Itma, right? Okay, Yitchasamet Beis around uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen lines from the bottom. The line starts Laseder Puranius Itmar. <coughs> the Gemara concluded the discussion why the Mishnah would not count Tevis and Tammuz as months when the Shluchim went out. And the reason is because in the time when the Mishnah was written, it was a time when there was no Xeris Hamalchus, there were no terrible decrees of the Empire. In fact, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, the editor of the Mishnah himself, was on very good terms. He was one of the best friends of Antoninus, the Roman leader, the Roman emperor. It wasn't a time of Shalom. The Jews, of course, were in exile. They were under Roman rule. But, and there was no Beis HaMikdash, but it was not time of Xeris HaMalchus. And therefore... And this was the Chalz Esav also. In the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Rashi. Right, right. <laughs> My oilam like Pascha, yeah. <laughs> so Rav, so so that time some fasted and some didn't fast. It was a choice that different communities behaved in different ways, and therefore Esden didn't feel compelled to send out shluchim for those two months. Where Tish above, because of the stringency of the day and the seriousness of the day, everybody accepted on themselves to fast, even though that was also voluntary, because the pasuk enumerates all of them. And puts them into one category. So for Tisha B'Av, they said Shluchim, because people accepted the Tainus. And once people accepted the Tainus, they had to fast, and uh, they said Shluchim. Now the Gemara continues. A new question, an interesting question, which has to do with a piece of Jewish history, and it's going to be connected to the Pesukim, the Pesuk that we discussed above. Itmar, we learned, the following a debate. Ravar Reb Chanina Amri, Ravar Reb Chanina said, Batla Megillus Tainus. Once the second Besamikdash was destroyed, the book known as Megillus Tainus, the scroll of fasts, is gone. It's Batla, meaning it's not relevant. Rabbi Yochid of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Amri, Rabbi Yochid of Yeshua ben Levi disagree. They said, Loi Batla Megillus Tainus. What is the meaning of this? In the time of the Tanoim, Approximately a hundred years before the destruction of the Second Beis Hamikdash, a pamphlet was written. It was called Megillus Tainus. It was written by a man named Hananya Ben Chizkia, who was in the time of the Tanoim, before the, a century before the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. Hananya, the son of Chizkia, and Megillus Tainus is an interesting book that we have today. It includes thirty-five dates of celebration that most of us don't know anything about. It goes through the calendar and discusses 35 extraordinary, some miraculous, but all of them very beautiful, amazing, thrilling events that helped the Jewish people throughout the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And as a result of that, Chachamim said, you're not allowed to fast on these days. They would celebrate the days. How would they celebrate them? You weren't allowed to fast on these days. In some situations, you weren't even allowed to have a hespit, a eulogy on these days. This was a day of cherishing and celebrating the days. Part of it is Hanukkah, one of it is Hanukkah, one of it is Purim. 
sure. When? In Megillah's time? Yeah, yeah, I mean, comes first, usually. Yeah, I mean, it was during Bar Shady, so the whole davening was so a of it. Was not our davening with you know with the carbonus with everything? We have this book. We have this book. We have Megillah's time this year. Huh? No, it's not lost. Bottle doesn't mean lost. We have it. Bottle means it's not relevant anymore. So now the question: Does this still apply today? I mean, this was a very serious takan of Chazal that they already made in the middle of Bayesheni with a sefer called Megillus Tainus. It's called Megillus Tainus. Why is it called Megillus Tainus? At the end, they also have a list of fast days, so they named it by the end, even though most of it is Yom Tovim. It's called the Megillah Rashi. Says elsewhere because remember Megillus Tainus is very significant because of another reason. I think it's the first chibur of Teresh Peh. At that time, the rule applied still that Dvarim Shabiksav Iyatar Rashay Lichtov. I mean, Dvarim Shabal Peh Iyatar Rashay Lichtov. There was a real, real rule. Teresh Shabal Peh could not be written down. I mean, people could take notes from Shirim they sat at, but as a, as a chibur, as a book, you weren't allowed to write down Teresh Shabal Peh. Later, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, due to save Teresh Shabal Peh, he he decided that we have to write it. Eis lasis l'ashem, efeir teresachem. Huh? You weren't allowed to write it. No. ha'ela. Teresh HaBal Peh remained, had to remain an oral tradition transmitted from Rebbe to student. And Teresh HaBiksav written. Teresh HaBiksav was not allowed, Teresh HaBiksav was not allowed to be said by the same that we still have. was the first thing that was written down in order to preserve it. And that's why it's called Megillah. That's why they called it Megillah. It was a unique thing that they wrote it down. The it's question, like in the storybooks. Not, yeah, it's a list. Like Navi. The Navi also was... Well, Navi is yeah. Teresh Tanakh is Teresh That's Teresh Of course that was written down. Yeah. What's the question? Yeah. This was not Teresh This is like ah. in history. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, no, but it's still Tarisha Bixav. Yeah, but that's Tarisha Bixav. So now the question is so, for example, I'll just give an example. Uh, we'll say Megillus Tainis that from Rishchaydish Nissen till 8 Nissen, till Ches Nissen, was a special Yomtev. Why? Because the Tzdukim had a huge debate with the Chacham. The Tzdukim felt that every week somebody else should va- should volunteer, should contribute the carbon tomid in the morning. One week, you brought it another week, he brought it another week, he brought it, you brought the sheep. The Chabu said, you're not allowed to do that, it has to be brought from Klal Yisrael. You can't bring a donation to the carbon tomid, and that's why you had to have the machzah sashekel, whatever, it was a big debate. They defeated them in the debate, and they made it a yomtif. There were different miracles that happened, different events that happened. This gzeder was off, this gzeder was off, this thing was, this community was saved throughout the year. So Megillus Tainus records these 35 holidays. The question is, the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Is it still relevant? It comes today, one of these days, am I allowed to fast? Am I allowed to do a hespit? Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar said, Batla Megillus Tainus. It's not relevant anymore. Rabbi Yochim Rabbi Yeshua said, Loi Batla Megillus Tainus. The obligation still exists. So the Gemara now explains the views. Ravid Ebchanina Amri Batla Megillus Tainis. Ravid Ebchanina hold Batla Megillus Tainis. Let's see Rashi. What's Pshat Batla Megillus Tainis? Rashi says, 
יאמרם טובים שקבו חכמים מידי ניסים שאירו בהם ואוסרם בטייניז ויש מהם אף בהספד וכוסו במגילה אחס אילן יאמר דלוי לסנוע בוכולי עכשיו שחרבה בייז בוטלו מותרים בהספד ובטייניז So Rashi defines what Megillah's tightness is, the holidays that the Chachabim established as a result of the miracles that occurred. And they prohibited these days to fast, and some of them even to make a eulogy. And they wrote it down in one scroll. Now that the Besamitrich is destroyed, these holidays are irrelevant, meaning I'm allowed to fast on all these days. Why? Because Hachi Kamar, this is what they said. Let's go back to the Pasuk of Scharia Perikhes. What did the Gemara explain? What is the meaning of the Pasuk? The meaning of the Pasuk, is it a fast day or is it a happy day? So the Gemara explained, Rav Papa explained. We learned, when there is peace, when the Gentiles don't dominate the Jewish world, and the Beis HaMikdash is standing, that's called Yashalem, then, Sasin Simcha. Then all these days, whether it's Tisha B'Av, or Asar B'Tev, or Shishav Asar you have to be days of festivity. What do we mean to have to be days of festivity? What do you do? You're not allowed to fast. You're not allowed to make a hespit. Ain't Shalom, and there's no Shalom. Meaning, the Jewish people don't have independence, and the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed. Now, Tzoyim, it's a fast day. Or as the Gemara said before, that itself there were two divisions. If there was also Xeris, it's a time of fast. If there's no Shalom, if there's no Xeris, then you can choose what you want. Nuhanachnami, these holidays of Megillah's Tainas, Kihane, have exactly the same status. Remember, these four fast days in the time of the second base of Mikdash were Sasoid and Simcha and Bayadim Toivim, right? In his mansha, yes, shalom, it's Certainly when the Jews ruled and were independent. So he says, it's like Megillah's Tainus, where there were other days of Simcha and Mayadim Tayvim. No Hespit, no Tainus. Why were these days? Because it was something bad, and then Venafochu. I guess the transformation, Venapochu, this Hapcha, Chashaychel and Ahira. So now, Megillah's Tainus is the same status. You were celebrating in Bayesheni, I understand. Now, ain't Shalom, there's a Chorb in Bayesheni. What happens to all these Yomim Toivim? Just like the four days. Went back to fast days, or at least not, not, celebra- not celebration days. Here too. In the Mama Bayes, they were day Simcha. Now, after the Chorb in Bottle, Megillah's Tainus. I'm not telling you to fast on these days. We're not saying to fast on these days. But we're just saying, if you want to fast, you could fast. It's not a day of Yom Tov. That's the shit of Rav Reb They're using this Pasuk as a model for Megillus Tainus. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Ami, Lai Batl Megillus Tainus. No? Why? He says, you can't compare. Hani hudetalinu rachmana babinyan beis hamikdash. The four fasts and the four days of Simcha, it's clearly that the Torah connected it to the building of the beis hamikdash. Why were these four fasts established? Because of events surrounding the destruction of the first by Samikdash. Asara Batavis, the city was sieged, besieged by Nebuchadnezzar. Shivasa Batamas, the walls were breached. Tishabav, the Hebe Samikdash was burned down. Tsam Gedalia, Gedalia ben Achikam was murdered. And the Gemara said before that Bisasam Shal Tzadikim is Kisrefas, 
base Elekeinu. In other words, it was an extension of Churban base Hamikdash. So now I understand when the second base Hamikdash gets rebuilt, you say the walls are not breached. Beis Hamikdash is not burned down; it was rebuilt, so it comes back to Sasan and Simcha. Now the Beis Hamikdash gets destroyed again. You're back to your mate's side. In other words, the whole institution of these four is totally in the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. So therefore, the Sasan and the Simcha exist as long as the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. So now, when the Beis Hamikdash was taken destroyed, the first Beis Hamikdash. So when the first base Hamidrash was destroyed, they were enacted. When the second base Hamidrash was rebuilt, they were transformed to holidays. When the second base Hamidrash was destroyed, they go back to fast days. Aval But these holidays in Megillus Tainas, Kidekaimi Kaimi. They exist as they existed. They're not depending on the Binyan Beis Hamidrash and therefore eliminated with the Churban Beis Hamidrash. Rashi says, Eid Shalom Tzayim Va'afa Gavde Bizmana Bayis Karinu Me'adim Taivim this is the shit of Rav Nebuchadnezzar. We see that Yamim Tovim could become fast days after the Chorban. So Hanachnami, the Megillus Tainis, Kihani Mashvinalu. We compare them to the fast days. Kehechadahani, Botli, Hani Nami, Botli. These become irrelevant. These become irrelevant. You can't compare the four fasts as Talinu Babinyan. They have Chorban Hukvul what made them a fast day was the Churban. By they have binyan, yamtif. What made them a yamtif is the binyan, the construction of the second base Hamikdash. When the second base Hamikdash was built, the Jews living in exile in Babylonia sent a message to Yerushalayim, and the question was, Should I still continue to cry in the fifth month and separate from? from pleasures, on this day, like I did many years from the day of the Churban. They want to know if they should continue celebrating uh, mourning on Tisha B'Av. Like it says there in Tzchayah, It's clear that when the Big B'Samitosh was rebuilt, they're like, should we continue mourning? So he says, no. Now it should be So it all revolves around the base Hamikdash. Got it. But the holidays in Megillus Tainus don't revolve around the base Hamikdash. They were different Yemei Yeshua that the Jewish people experienced, Kvaldika days that existed by the base Hamikdash. Even the base Hamikdash was destroyed. There's still great days that happen. They're not about the Chorban versus the Binyan. So therefore they have a different shit and Megillus Tainus still applies. That's a great question. In Gemara, there's no mention of Tainus Esther anywhere. No, no nowhere. No. Not a mention of Tainus Esther in Gemara. It was already. It's not one of the fast days. It's not one of the fast days of uh, of that we talk about, and certainly not in Tanakh, and not anywhere in Gemara. You don't have a mention of Tainus Esther nowhere. In the Loch, it's Mechish Kitzas. Huh? The Tainus is a Tainus that's a little weak. Well, a week time. Yeah, but it's, it's a very big debate. How did it start? When did it start? And why did it start? <laughs> and who started it? How, when, why, and who? It's not so clear. All the other tinies, it's clear exactly when it started, how it started, why it started, who started it. When it stopped. When it stopped. When it stopped. I mean, we know Yom Kippur, we know Tisha B'Av. I mean, okay, Shimon have a debate about Asar B'Tavis, but generally it's clear, very why clear. It's exactly. Right, I'm saying Tainus Esther, it's, it's a complicated fact, it's a complicated in terms of origin, but it's not mentioned here. No.
That would be Tzayim HaShnei Mesir. Tzayim HaShnei Mesir, it's not part of the Pasuk. I mean, the story of Purim happened, but the story of Purim is not the story of Tainus Esther. The story of Purim is a story of Purim. That's mentioned in Megillus Tainus. Purim is a Megillus Tainus, Taka. For what? For Shluchim. Yeah. Mesir Reb Khan, Reb Khan asked a question. On whom? On Rav and Reb Khanina. Maisa, there's a story of Gazru Tainus Bechana Kebalud. It was the holiday of Hanukkah, and in Lud they decreed a fast day. It was some crisis, some challenge, and they made a Tainus in Lud. On the fast day on Hanukkah, Rabbi Eliezer publicly displayed the fact that he's not acknowledging this fast day. Generally, when there's a fast day, so publicly, you don't engage in entertaining pursuits. Rabbi Eliezer went down and he bathed publicly on Hanukkah. <coughs> And Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua went to Sippah and he took a haircut. Both of them wanted to publicly make a statement that they're not acknowledging the Tainus. Because generally, a Tainus Sibur, a serious Tainus Sibur, that the whole Sibur affects on themselves, accepts upon themselves. We're not talking about a Tainus Yachit. Say so this was Hanukkah. So generally with a tainus, yeah. So you don't do these things, but they did it. They told the people of the city of Lud, "You should make a fast for the fact that you fasted." That's what you should make a fast. You should make a fast for the fact that you fasted. In other words, you have to do tshuva for your fasting. You should fast for that. Why? Because you're not allowed to fast on Hanukkah. What do we see from here? Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua lived after the destruction of the second Beis HaMikdash. Hanukkah is one of the Yamim Toivim in Megillus Tainus because of a special event that happened during Bayesheni. It happens to be the most famous event recorded in Megillus Tainus. That and Purim. But it's one of the events of Megillus Tainus. After the Beis HaMikdash, people are fasting and Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua protest. They say you have to do tshuva for that. Clearly, like Batla, Megillus Tainus, this is a great contradiction too. Reb Rav and Reb Chaninu say both. Rashi says, "Yorah Reb Eliezer, for Reb Eliezer and Reb Yeshua, Acher Chorban Abayis have." Maybe they lived in the second base. Time of the second base of Midrash. He says, "No, to be made Reb Yochan and Ben Zakkai Rabbim Chorav Abayis." We know that in the days of their Reb, Reb Yochan and Ben Zakkai, that's when the second base of Midrash was destroyed. Reb Yochan and Ben Zakkai was the leader of the Sanhedrin of the Jewish Supreme Court during the Chorban. The Gemara Meseches Gitten has a whole story how he negotiated with Aspasianus, with his Vespasian, about different things. He, he got him to spear Yavna v'chachamea, and a doctor for Reb Tzaddik, and the dynasty of Rem Gamliel. Rabbi Yochan ben was the man who saw the Chorben, and he is really responsible, probably almost single-handedly, for the transition of Yiddishkeit from pre-Chorben Bayashani to post-Chorben Bayashani. He created a structure of halacha that would commemorate the Beis Hamikdash without a physical Beis Hamikdash. And Rabbi Yechon Ben-Zakai has two students, Rabbi Leza and Rabbi Yeshua. So they obviously live after the Churban. And they are protesting a fast on Hanukkah, meaning Megillus Tainus was not bottled after the Churban. You can't say this was in the middle of, or at the end of the second Beis Hamikdash. Um, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, this is not a question. Why is it not a question? Shiny Hanukkah. Don't compare Hanukkah to the rest of Megillus Tainus. Shiny Hanukkah, the Ike Mitzvah. Hanukkah is not just a day that they made you shouldn't fast. Hanukkah the Chazal made a mitzvah. 
You have to light Hanukkah candles. Not like all the other days in Megillah's Tainus. That are days where you don't fast, you don't make a hesped. That is bottle after the Beis HaMikdash was Charev. Hanukkah is different. The Ike Mitzvah. Hanukkah is a mitzvah of Lokas Hanukkah. What? A mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles. So therefore, that mitzvah, the Chachamim didn't want to obliterate after Churban Beis HaMikdash. They made a mitzvah. It's not just... You don't fast on the day. So after the Beis HaMikdash, you'll fast. They would have to now be mevatel, a mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles. That they didn't do. The Chazal kept up that mitzvah. But all the other holidays, Rav and Nebuchadnezzar may be right. Maybe it's bottle. At least there's no refutation from Hanukkah. Amalei Abayah. Abayah tells Rabbi Yosef, one second, I don't understand your answer. If you hold that bottle Megillah's Tainus, so then, so there's a mitzvah. V'tibotl Eve, v'tibotl mitzvosa. If the holiday of Hanukkah gets bottled, just like the other days of Megillus Tainus, you're saying the holiday, the festivity, the simcha of the day is bottled after the Churban Beis Hamikdash. So Hanukkah is one of those holidays. With Tibatli, but Meila, the Tibatli Mitzvah, the Mitzvah comes as a result of the holiday. Abaya holds that the main takana of Hanukkah is it's a yamtif. So you're not allowed to fast. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to have a eulogy. Yeah. You're telling me the yomtif is not bottle because there's a mitzvah. The mitzvah comes from the yomtif. The yomtif doesn't come from the mitzvah. <laughs> it's not like you first have a mitzvah and then you make a yomtif. First you had a yomtif and then you made a mitzvah to celebrate the yomtif. Right? Mm-hmm. So if the yomtif is not here, so the mitzvah goes. That's what Abaya asks him. Elamai, you have to say, Loi bottle Megillus Tainus. Elamai Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said... Rabbi Yosef said, Shani Hanukkah. Hanukkah is different than Mepharsim Nisa. The Ness of Hanukkah became so public because it wasn't only you don't fast. Because they made the mitzvah of Hanukkah, it became what we would call a household holiday. Every child looks forward to it. Every home looks forward to it. It became part of the fabric of Klal Yisrael. They felt that to nullify Hanukkah you're right, the Yom Tov gets bottled, the Mitzvah gets bottled. The Nes became too Jewish, and it would leave a sour taste to be mevatel such, such an experience. Rashi says, It became a holiday for mitzvahs because of the Mitzvahs of Hanukkah. Rashi says, Lashen Rabbim. Huh? Yeah, Suda? We don't know. Ah, Suda is uh, not so posh. I'm and the Jews actually adds, not just it was famous or was sentimental, they held on to it like a Torah experience. Could you be a technocrat and be at Mavatl? Yeah. It's inappropriate. It would, it would deprive the Jewish people from too much. Too of a rich heritage and tradition. Shmak answer, huh? No, the Chachamim other side, the Chachamim decided not to be mevatel. The same Chachamim who have to have that koyach. The Sanhedrin decided this, not to pesah Chaim Yankel from the from the Kishka store. Wanted to sell latkes. What do you worry about the mitzvahs? Every night is a separate mitzvah. Some mitzvahs over the 
No, in other words, the other days of Megillah's Tainas, there was no uh, mitzvah. Uh, they didn't become a change. Yeah, oh, oh, that's what you mean. You say because every, every night. Day, mitzvah, okay. You say mitzvah sloshiram because every day is a different yeah. mitzvah line of the candles. Okay. No, the Gemara's lashon was ikah mitzvah. V'tebatel i v'tebatel mitzvasa. Rashi says lashonav. So because of the piersomeness, mafarsomeness. Now. It's interesting how Rashi learns. You could touch the Gemara Mishum the Mefarsim Nisa that Hanukkah was celebrated for Pursumi Nisa. They didn't want to take that away. That's not what Rashi says. Mefarsim, it became too Mefarsim by Eden that it would be not Nachin. It wouldn't be proper to take it away from the Jewish people. So therefore, don't bring a Raya from Hanukkah. So that's why when they fasted on Hanukkah, Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua went to take a, when the, one went to, the, to bathe and one went to take a haircut. But other days of Megillus Tainas here, the argument still stands. You could still say that Butler Megillus Tainas, Ravar Nebchanina may still have their position and say that the Megillus Tainas is, is Butler. Toisvis, Viyara Rebeleza Virachatz, Mimasnised al Kisla Vipnechanaka Loyhavale Lakshuya. Toisvis asked the Chayra Gavalda Kashayva. Reb Kahana is asking a question on Rav and Reb Chanina. From what? He finds a story that they fasted on Hanukkah and Reb Eleza went to bathe and Mishra went to get a haircut. Kahana could have asked an easier question. You have here a Mishnah that says you said Shluchim for Hanukkah. When was this Mishnah written? After the Churban Beis HaMikdash. Because the Mishnah says in the time of the Beis HaMikdash they used to do it in Eir. Clearly this Mishnah is after the Churban Beis HaMikdash as the Gemara said earlier too. Right? So it says, it says Hanukkah. What's this? It's a Maisa with a Belezer of Yeshua in Lud. It's a clear mission that we're learning now. <laughs> what does he have to bring a Rayim in Merchak Yavilachma? So Toysavis answers, Sabakitsa. You could say, Lo'olam Lo'i Chashuv Yamtiv. You could say that Hanukkah is not considered a Yamtiv. It's Bottle Megillus Tainas. Vafilahachi Madlikin Neid is Echelinas. But the Jewish people used to light candles as a commemoration for the Nes Hanukkah. Even though the Yom Tov is bottle. I don't know a Yartzad candle, but that's what you want to say, like a Yartzad candle. Now what's Pshat? What's Pshat? L'cha'oyre, later Abaya holds that the mitzvah of Hadlaka and the Isser Tainas HaTolu Yizabuza. Abaya says clearly, if there's no Yom Tov, get rid of Ner Hanukkah. Right? So Toysus is making here a distinction. Abaya himself says, I don't understand this word. If there's no Yom Tov, there's no Hanukkah. So Rabbi Yosef says, they didn't want to be mavatl because of 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 of, 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 of but apparently the Kahana, who didn't ask this question from the Mishnah, holds that you could make that distinction. You could make a distinction between the mitzvah and the iser tainus. So, in other words, you could say the iser tainus is gone because Batl Megillah's tainus. It's not a yomtiv anymore. But they held on. They held on to lighting the Hanukkah candles. They held on lighting. That's how you have to learn that Reb Kahana disagrees. He says you could make a distinction. It's two separate things. I'll just add the Chidusha Haran Holt says that Reb Kahana asked from this Braise because it says clearly you're not allowed to fast on Hanukkah here. In the Braise it says that he told them you have to do tshuva for fasting. In our Mishnah it just says they sent out shluchim. Here it says you're not allowed to fast on Hanukkah. It's a din. So clearly Lloyd Butler Megillus Tainus. That's why he asks, uh, he asks from this. So in conclusion, we have no proof from Hanukkah this way or this way. Hanukkah we hold on to, even though Bottle Megillus Tainus. Meisva, next shtickle. 
Mace for the Bach of Arhuna, Reb Acher, the son of Huna, asked a question on Rav and Reb Chanina, who say that Bottle Megillus Tainus. Why? Now we're going to have, for example, a quote of Megillus Tainus. You'll hear, you'll see here a new holiday that we don't know about, because it's a Megillus Tainus. This is one of the days. Zok the Megillus Tainus, a quote. Bitlos, this, this quote is basically a, a, an example of what Megillus Tainus looks like. Goes through the whole calendar. Megillus Tainus was written Bisman Bayesheni? It was written during the Bayesheni, around the century before the Khurban, by Hanani ben Chiski and his friends. And some things apparently were added later also, by other Tanoyim who lived a little before later. Before the Mishnah, before Yeah, much before the Mishnah. Of course, hundreds of years before the Mishnah. It's the first Chibur of Taira Shabalpa. That's why it's called Megillus Tainus. On the third day of Tishrei is a holiday. No fasting, no eulogizing. We fast, actually. We fast some Gedalia. We'll see in a moment. Okay. By them, the third day of Tishrei, they stopped mentioning Hashem's name from documents. Atkarta in Aramaic means mentioning, zikorin. They stopped mentioning Atkarta, what? Shame Hashem from documents. And therefore, they made it into a holiday. What's Pshat? So the Gemara, the Megillus Tainus explains, not the Gemara, Megillus. The Syrian Greek regime, when it took over Eretz Yisrael, made a decree that the Jewish people should not mention the name of God. This was forbidden. Famous Medrash, Malchus Yovan made a decree, Right on the warn of the bull, you don't have a part in Hashem's name, but here we see they didn't allow them to mention Shem Shemayim. When the Chashmanoyim prevailed and triumphed over the Yavonim, over the Syrian Greeks, and the Gzeira was gone, he skinu. The Chashmanoyim instituted They went to the other extreme. They said, you shouldn't only mention Hashem's name. Even every time you write a document, you mention Hashem's name. In other words, they wanted to go to the other extreme. Even though you're not supposed to mention Stam Shem Shamayim, right? We say Hashem. They said mention Shem Shamayim. Why? Because they felt that after the Gzeira, Ace Lassus Lashem Efeder Teresech, you have to go to the other extreme. That everywhere you should mention Shem Shamayim. What name would they use? Huh? What name would they use? We're going to see, we're going to read. This is what they used to write in their documents. In the year so and so of Yochanan Gadol, like we learned earlier in Rosh Hashanah, that in the documents you would write the anniversary, right, of the king. How many years he became a king. That's what we said, Rosh Hashanah, you would start with Rosh Chodesh Nisan. In this and this year of the Yochanan Kayin Gadol, now was written... It was written with Hashem's name, Lamed Aleph Lamed, not with a kuf, Lekel Elyon. I'm just saying Lekel It was written with Hashem's name. In this and this year of Yoichen and Kain Gadol, Lekel Elyon to the God above. Now you have to understand why Yoichen and Kain Gadol. Yoichen and Kain Gadol was from the families of the Chashmonayim. 
In fact, he was Yana, he was known as Yana HaMelech. He became a tzduki. He was from the family of the Chashmonim. He was also a Kohen Gadol. Or it could be that this is Yochanan Kohen Gadol, the father of Matis Yohu. You could learn two ways. Bimei Matis Yohu, Bin Yochanan Kohen Gadol, Chashmonai Yuvonov, who was the Kohen Gadol after Shimon HaTzadik. It was Shimon HaTzadik was a Kohen Gadol, the beginning of Bayesheni. And then after that, you had Yochanan Kohen Gadol. And Matis Yohu was his son. And his five children were the Chashmonaim who fought the Syrian Greek. Or Yochan and Kohen God, let's talk about later, a grandson of the original Chashmonaim, Yanai, who became a pretty rotten apple. Alexander Janius, they called him in Greek. Alexander Janius. He hated the Chazal. I mean, it was a, it was a difficult time with them. Created almost civil war in Eretz Yisrael. So, they would mention Yochan and Kohen God, now, Kael is one of the names of Hashem that you're not allowed to erase. It's known as one of the Shiva Shemesh and Nimchakim. It's one of the names. El Yoin is also associated with uh, with Hashem's name. Why did they say uh, Why did they say Kael El Yoin? Some say it's connected. It says that when Avram Avinu defeated Stoim, so he came back and shame, shame took out bread and wine. Right. So it says Malkit Sedek Melech Shalom. So you say, Yoichen and Kohen Gadol, Lekel Elyon. It's not something they took at the, the Pasuk. It says, So here you say, the Kohen Gadol, he works for God. He works for Hashem. He's a Kohen Lekel Elyon. And when did Malchit Tzedek say this? He was thanking Hashem for the victory of Avram over, over Sedoim. And this is also the victory of the Jews over the Yavonah. So that's what the Sif Sechachamim says. That's why they chose this name of Hashem. You could have chosen other names. It's based on that Pasuk, So now what happens? Everybody is writing in every star Hashem's name. Chachamim hear about it. And they say, very nice. The Malchi Hashemunayim want to bring back Shem Shemayim, but there's a problem here. Amru, they said, Lemachar, tomorrow. Machar doesn't only mean tomorrow. It means, like Rashi says, Yesh Machar the future. The borrower pays back his debt. Nope. The lender gets back his money. He has a document. So what does he do? Throws it in the garbage. Takes the document. Throws it into the dustbin. On the document. You have Hashem's name. Huh? No. They, everyone clears up their documents. He tears up Hashem's name. He throws it in the garbage. You cut it out throw the That's why we say, Baruch Hashem, you do with a... With a a base hey, and even Hashem is not Hashem. Just means the name. Why do we say Hashem? Because of this reason. You write base hey or base samachdal. You want to mention Hashem, but we do it in a way that if it gets thrown in the garbage, it's not an issue. But that's not how they wrote it. Is this the reason why we write base Yeah. Yeah. Base samachdal is Baruch Hashem. These types of things. It mentions Shem Shemayim. Hakol Kol Yaakov. Shem Shemayim Shagal Befir. So what happened? Ubitlum. So they were mavatal this. No more writing Hashem's name in documents. No more. Now the problem was nobody accepted it. It was too. It was too common. It was too entrenched. Finally, on Gimel Tishrei, they succeeded, and they stopped. Jews stopped. They turned it into a yomtev. So this is a Megillah's tiniest dike yomtev. The day they stopped mentioning Hashem's names from documents. Ace Lassus. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? 
Chsam Sofer, huh? Yeah, the Chsam Sofer asks, why did, why Gimel Tishrei for more, why Gimel Tishrei Dafka? I mean, there's a date that it stopped. Huh? So the Chsam Sofer writes in, in his Pirush and Chumash, he says that it's brought in Svarim, that Aseris Yimei Tshuva are Keneged Aseris Hadibrus. The first day of Tishrei is Keneged Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. The second day, Layilachan. The third day is Keneged Leisisas Shem Hashem Alekecha Lashav. The third one of the Ten Commandments. Leisisas Shem. You shouldn't carry. You shouldn't mention Hashem's name in vain. So that's why they chose Gimel Tishrei to celebrate this Mitzias Shem Shemayim. So it's interesting they turn this into a Yom Tif. What's the Yom Tif really? That Jews stopped writing Hashem's name in a star. Why? Because it's being disgraced. It's being embarrassed. It's going to the garbage, yeah. The Marsha adds another reason that it was a Yom Tif. He says that Yochanan Kohen Gadol was Yanei HaMelech. Yanei HaMelech murdered many of the Chachamim because they said that he should not... He should not... Uh, he should not be... There was a problem with the Hashmanoim. The Hashmanoim were Koyanim, but they also became kings. Kings are supposed to be from Shevet Yehuda. So there was an issue over there. So they felt Yanei HaMelech is not good for the Malucha, and he's not good for the Kohuna. And therefore he murdered them. When they took out Shem Shemayim from the documents, they, they thought maybe what he could do is say, oh, you don't want to mention the Koyan God also, because you don't want me to be a Koyan. And there could be another tragedy. So that was also a yomtiv that it went through peacefully, the Marsha says. So Gimel, Gimel Tishrei is a yomtiv. If you hold that Batla Megillus Tainis, like Ravar Nebchanina, I don't understand. Then we have a big problem. We have a big problem. What's the problem? Kamaisa Batl Achranayasa Maisifin. The first ones are gone, and now you're being Moisif. New ones. You understand the question? It's a very interesting question. Gimel Tishrei is what? Tzam Gedalia. In the time of the second base Hamikdash, what did they do on Gimel Tishrei? Simcha. It was a Simcha, it was a holiday. So when it says in Megillah's time is that they made a holiday of Gimel Tishrei, it means a new holiday, because it was already a holiday. So when did they do it? When did they make the holiday of Gimel Tishrei? After. After Chorban Beis Hamikdash, because during the Beis Hamikdash it was anyway a holiday. They don't have to make a new holiday. So Gedalia became a holiday. So when the Megillah's Tainus says they made a holiday Gimel Tishrei, it has to be when after the Chorban Beis Hamikdash, because then Sam Gedalia was not a holiday anymore. It was a fast day, or at least a voluntary fast day. So that means that after the Beis Hamikdash, they were still adding holidays of Megillah's Tainus. So he says this doesn't make sense. You're telling me that what? Kamaisa bottle. All the holidays of Megillah's Tainus are bottled after the Chorban. And now I see that you were even adding holidays after the Chorban. This is ridiculous. Rav can't be right. Rav and can't be right. Do you understand this question? A very strong question. No. No, this is the Chashmanoyim. They used to write at the time of the Chashmonim, they used to write Yochim and Gadol Kehvalyan, and later they were Mavatlet. When later? When, when he was still alive? No. They wrote after after he was dead already? Zolzai, when he was alive, the question is, when was the Yom Tif made uh, as a Yom Tif? Huh? They finished it. But it was already a Yom Tif. Gimel Tishri was already a Yom Tif. 
But I'm saying it, was, it wasn't a Chiddush, it was already a Yomtif, because it's Tosan Simcha. So you have to say that this Yomtif was after the Churban, when it wasn't a Yomtif anymore, it was a Yomtif, so they made a Yomtif because of this, right? If so, how could you tell me, Butler Megillah's Tainus, that after the Churban, all the Yomtif are irrelevant? Here we see, not only are they relevant, they're even adding a new one. You're telling me that they will mavatal the old ones, and I'm telling you, not only they're not mavatal the old ones, they're making a new one, which is much stronger than not being mavatal the old ones. They're like making a new holiday after the churban in Mikulas Tainus. Maybe they just add the reason for the holiday. Isn't Sabadalia also in Mikulas Tainus? Not. Son Gedalia is a fast. What would be Mikulas Tainus? It's Mikulas Tainus Yom Tovim. That's the question. That's the question. And for the Gemara, yeah, that's the vart. That's the vart. They just added reason for the Yeah, 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 yeah. In the base of Midrash, there was already a Yomtev. Now you're going to tell me, you're going to ask, even though the Takana was by Yoichanan, yeah, you see it was the times of Yoichanan, they used to write Koyen Gadol or Kelal. Koyen Gadol means it was a base of Midrash. You don't have to bring... Uh, means it was a second You could have write Koyin, you don't have to bring Yoichen and stuff. The word Koyin Gadol means it was a Beis But nonetheless, Rebach Baruna holds that the main Takana to make a Yomtif was Negeya for the Tkufa after the Churban Beis because in this Man Habayis, Kimul Tishrei was anyway, was anyway a Yomtif. Ah? Rotsu Misanen, Rotsu Misanen. No, because Rabbi Tamitash, she was the Simcha. After the Chorban, that's what he's saying, after the Chorban. So, with Bambi Samitash, it's beautiful. What's the problem? It's a Yamtiv. They extended the Yamtiv. Yeah? And for the Gemara, you have to say that the Maisa with the Shtaris was during the time of the Beis Samitash. We're soon going to get to the quite obvious question. It was the time of the Beis Samitash. In other words, Gimel Tishrei was not made a Yamtiv after the Chorban, it was made a Yamtiv during this man of the Bias. When there was a Beis HaMikdash, they made it a Yom Tif. Now it makes sense. After the Churban, Botla Megillus Tainus, including the Yom Tif of Gimel Tishrei, not Hanukkah, including Gimel Tishrei. Aye, aye, you said, you have an ayah, not Botla Megillus Tainus, because they added the Yom Tif later. They didn't add it later. They made it during the Beis HaMikdash. And after the Beis HaMikdash, it's gone. Just like the other holidays during the second Beis HaMikdash, they're gone. After the Churban, Megillus Tainus becomes irrelevant. So Rav and Rebchanin are right. Gemara, or at least not right, but there's no ref- refutation. Frek the Gemara, the obvious question, I don't understand. Even if they wouldn't have made Gimel Tishrei Yom Tif, it's the day when Gedalia ben Achikam was murdered, which made it a fast day. And we learned before that So what did the Chachamim add by making it a Yom Tif when it was already a Yom Tif and you now let it fast? So you have to say that they made it a Yom Tif only for after Churban Beis HaMetosh, because then it wasn't a Yom Tif anymore. If the Charayim Megillus Tainus was not bottle, and not only it was not bottle, they even added new ones. They even added new ones. Omar Rav, Rav said, no, it was during the Beis HaMikdash. Very interesting answer. Rav says, really, Botla Megillus Tainus. 
They never added this after the Churban. This was in the middle of the Beis HaMikdash. What do you need two Yamim Taivim for Gimel Tish? It's already a Yamtif. By making this day a special Yamtif in addition to Tzam Gedalia, they made that you shouldn't allow to fast even the day before. Beis Tishrei. The holidays in Megillah's Tainus were established in a way that that day you're not allowed to fast, and the day before and the day after. It's like an Isru Chag before and an Erev Yamtif before. It extends for both days, one before, one after. So by making Gimel Tishrei a special Yom Tif, in addition to the natural Yom Tif because of Tzoyim Gedalia, that became a Yom Tif, they added a new Geder. The Geder is, you're not allowed to fast the day before, based Tishrei. That's rough. For us, For us. The Gemara is going to ask a similar question. One minute. For us, it's Rosh Hashanah. Right, right. Only Yerushalayim was not Rosh Hashanah. Right? Ah? Only in Yerushalayim was not Rosh Hashanah. Because outside Yerushalayim was Rosh Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay, so we'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute. Okay, so now we have a very interesting Mahalach here. The Gemara wanted to prove that Botla Megillus Tainus, that Loi Botla Megillus Tainus, because they made it after the Chorban. What's the They made it after the Chorban? Even though it was already, even though the yomtif was made for something in Zman Habayis, but Zman Habayis was already a yomtif, so therefore they extended it. It should also be after the churban when there won't be gzedes. So therefore there won't be an obligation to fast some gedalia because if there's an obligation to fast some gedalia, they can't make it a yomtif. But when there's no obligation to fast some gedalia, so if you don't accept upon yourself the fast of some gedalia, then you should have Tzam Gedalia as a Yom Tif. It's interesting. And if you want to accept Tzam Gedalia as a fast, then you could, and then you're not allowed to treat it as a Yom Tif. So this is a very interesting date, according to this Hava Minna, that after the Churban they make a Yom Tif for those who don't want to accept Tzam Gedalia as a fast. If you do want to accept it, then you could accept it, and you're not allowed to make a Yom Tif. So you have a choice. Either you celebrate or you fast. There's nothing in the middle. It's not like, a, okay, I fast, I don't fast. No, if you don't fast, it has to be a Yom Tif. You, you don't have such days in Jewish art. It's from one extreme to another extreme. Either you party or you cry. There's nothing in between. You can't just sit with a stomach face. <laughs> There's no such a thing. If you celebrate, then you also have to celebrate. celebrate good. That it took bef- the day before, you also know about a fast. As the celebration, no? So is that? Oh, so the Gemara, this was the Havamin of the Gemara, that it's really after the Churban, and that would prove that what Loi Botlam Megillus Tainus. On this, the Gemara says, no, it's not after the Churban, it's all this man Habayis, and they just added this as a Yom Tif in addition to Tzam Gedalia. Why? Because they wanted to add also the day before. For Tzam Gedalia, they wouldn't add the day before. The Gemara is going to explain why. You're right, that's a good question. It's a good question. Stama Ha'ada, the Sfasemus is Meir. Shittas Harambam is that even in the Tasman of the Besamikdash, of the second Besamikdash, there was a fast on Tisha Because he holds Ain Shalom doesn't only mean there's no Besamikdash. Ain Shalom means that Rashi says that there's no, uh, that the Jewish people are not independent. In the Zman of Bayashani, there was most of the period of Bayashani, they were under foreign rule. 
They were under Persian rule, they were under Greek rule, and then they were under Roman rule. There was only around 100 years that they were under their own rule, Chashmanoyim. So therefore the Rambam holds that the concept of Ein Shalom existed even in the second base Hamikdash, and that's why we said that Ein Shalom, Ratzu Misan, and Ratzu Ein Misan. So he holds that Tisha B'Av was a fast day even in the second base Hamikdash. That's the Shittas Rambam. According to this, if in the time of the Beis Hamikdash there were times that there was no Shalom, and therefore Tisha B'Av wasn't a Yom Tif, you could say maybe that they made Gimel Tishrei a Yom Tif then. In those times of the second Beis Hamikdash, when Tzayim Gedalia wasn't a Yom Tif, because he holds ain't Shalom, so then you could say that's when they made Gimel Tishrei a Yom Tif. However, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't work also, because in those times... The Yom Tovim Megillus Tainus also wouldn't work. Remember, Rav and Abchanan are comparing the Yom Tovim Megillus Tainus to the fast days. So when you're saying that the fast days in the time of the Beis Hamikdash are not the Yom Tovim, so then Megillus Tainus is also not a Yom Tov. Just like Bottle Megillus Tainus after the Churban, Bottle Megillus Tainus in the times of Bayisheni that ain't Shalom. So therefore, that wouldn't work that they kept Gimel Tishrei a Yom Tov when Son Gedalia became Ois Yom Tov in the middle of Bayisheni. If it's a Yom Tov, so then Son Gedalia is a Yom Tov, and if it's not a Yom Tov. So is not him, that's also not a Yom Tov. So that wouldn't work. A very gishmak out of this Fasemus. You wouldn't even give, even according to the Ram, you wouldn't be able to give this answer that it happened in the middle of the Bayesheni. You have to say it happened after the Churban. If it happened after the Churban, you have a problem with Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar. So the Gemara says, no, it happened in the middle of the Beis Hamikdash when there was a Yom Tov. Aye, why did they add? They added to add the Tainas before. Frag the Gemara, I don't understand your question. Shalafon of Nami, typically, Davali Yom Shalach Base Tishrei is a day after Rish Chodesh. Rish Chodesh is considered a Mayr, is considered a holiday. So the day after, you don't fast. So therefore, why do you have to add a new Yom Tov on Gimel Tishrei? Because you want that the fast should extend a day before. You're already, you're already covered. Elama, you're making the Yom Tov for that day itself. But that day itself is already a Yom Tov. It's in So you have to say they made the Yom Tov after the Churban. After the Churban is the Charaya that Megillus Tainus is not bottle. That's the Gemara Shaila. And for the Gemara, no. Rosh Chodesh Doi Raisa. Doi Raisa Leboi Chizuk. Rosh Chodesh is a Moyed. It's a Yom Tov Minatayra. Dinim Minatayra don't need Chizuk. They're very powerful. They have a certain reputation and a sense of urgency by the Jewish people because it's a Dinim Minatayra. So you don't have to add a day before, a day after. The Tanya, we learned the Bryce. The Bryce says, in Megillus Tainus. Hayomim ha'elak super Megillus Tainus. Huh? No, Udoi Raisa leboi chizuk. It's a statement. Rishchoydish is Udoi Raisa. Udoi Raisa leboi chizuk. Let's see Rashi. Let's see Rashi. Rashi, but typically, e beis hamikdash have a kayam. If the beis hamikdash exists, but lavochi have a yom tov. Dainu tzam gedalia. Ukayir rachmana murdim tovim bezman abayis. It's anyway a yom tov. What do you have to make a yom tov? Loi nitzricha zakrashi hada other kavua b'megillus tainus al davarzeh el a lesser esmol gamu b'tainus. The reason they made it in megillus tainus is to add the day before. Kedam nina lekamei. We're gonna see soon. Ayam amei laksovim b'megillim lufneim ulachareim asurin. Haim, they are forbidden to fast the day before, the day after. Rishchoyder, Zakrashi, Moyedoy, Raisa, it's a biblical festival. 
Udairaisa loy boy chizuk, lester lefonabal acharov, avoyeme megillas tainas de rabbonam, utsrichin chizuk. You know why they need chizuk? Kehecha the loy laisa lisanas beyomtav atzma. A yomtav min hatayr, I'm not afraid you're going to fast. A yomtav de rabbonam, it needs chizuk, it needs strengthening. How do you give it chizuk? You for, prohibit the day before and the day after, so you don't get close to fasting on this day. So that way, that day is secured. Megillus Tainus are Yom Tovim that need chizuk. So therefore, the celebration of Tzoyim Gedalia that they added was that you shouldn't fast even a day before, so you won't come to fast that day too. Masha'enkein. Rish You could fast on base Tishri. Rish Chodesh is just a day in and of itself. You don't have to add a day before or a day after. The Tanya we learned in Megillus Tainus, Hayom Emeilaks of Megillus Tainus, these days written in Megillus Tainus, Asurim Bein Lefneim Bein Lacherim, you're not allowed to fast the day before the day after. Shabbos is for Yom Tov, and what about Shabbos and Yom Tov? Hey, Masurim, you're not allowed to fast on that day. Lefneim and Lacherim, Mutarim. Frek the Tana, Ma Hefrich Bein Zelaze, what's the difference? Shabbos and Yom Tov, I'm allowed to fast before and after. The days of Megillus Tainus, not? Halalu Divre Torah, Vein Divre Torah, Tzrichin Chizuk. Shabbos and Yom Tov are obligations the words of Torah don't need strengthening and therefore you don't have to prohibit the day before the day after Halalu the holidays of Megillus Tainus Divrei Soifrim they're rabbinic but Divrei Soifrim Tzrichin Chizuk the words of the sages need strengthening why? so people should not come to denigrate them and treat them lightly and therefore they prohibited also the days before and after so therefore if Gimel Tishrei would not be a Yom Tov of Megillus Tainus you would be allowed to fast on base Tishrei. Frag the Gemara of a typically the Havala Yom Shalifnei Yom Shenerek Boy Gedalia Ben Achikam. Great question. Why do you have to add a Yom Tif? It's already a day in Allah to fast base Tishrei. Why? Because Gedalia Ben Achikam was killed on Gimel Tishrei. During the Bayez Shani it became what? A Yom Tif. If it's a Yom Tif, you extend it a day before, not to fast a day before and a day after. So base Tisha is already a day that you're not fasting. Amarebashi, no. Gedalia ben Achikam divrei kabolo. Divrei kabolo ki divrei teiradamu. The story of Gedalia ben Achikam, in other words, the fast day and the holiday is divrei kabolo. Divrei kabolo means words of tradition, which is a metaphor for the words of the prophets. It's called divrei kabolo. Divrei neviim is called divrei kabolo. Why is it called kabolo? Because they received, the prophecies were received by divine inspiration, every prophet in his era. Scharia Hanavi was Mechabal. He received a prophecy on Nevoah about the fast day of Tzayim Gedalia and the holiday of Tzayim Gedalia. So he doesn't need Chizuk. It's Divri Kabbalah. It's like Divri Torah. It doesn't need like Shabbos and Yom Tov. So therefore he wouldn't go to base Tishrei. So Mitzat Tzayim Gedalia, it would only stay Gimel Tishrei. By the Chachamim adding, during the second base Amikdash, a new Yom Tov on Gimel Tishrei. For what? For the fact that the Jews stopped writing in the documents the name of Hashem. What was the addition? The addition was that now Beis Tishrei also became Asur, became Asur Betainus. Right. But here you have a strong question. Why don't you have to add a day before by Tzam Gedalia because it's Divrei Kabbalah, Einstrich and Chizuk. Why do the Chachamim by their Yom Tovim add a day before? 
Rashi says, because they were afraid that you're going to fast on this day. So therefore they expanded it even more. So you'll go a day before. But one second. If this day is anyway Tzayim Gedalia, and Tzayim Gedalia is a Yom Tif, and it's Minatayra, so ain't Tzayim Chizuk. So what are you afraid? What are you afraid of? You just said it's Divrei Kabbalah, ain't Tzayim Chizuk, and that's why you don't have to fast the day before. Why? That's why you don't have to Aser Atayinus a day before, because people are certainly not going to fast. So now let's think what they did. They made a new Yom Tif on Gimel Tishrei, so it should be Aser Betayinus a day earlier. Why? So people shouldn't come to fast on this day, when this day itself is the Chayam Tif Medivri Kabbalah, and you just said, Ain't Tzare Chizuk. The reason that base Tishrei wasn't Aser is because Ain't Tzare Chizuk. We're not worried. Gimel Tishrei is safe. It's going to be a Simcha. Nobody's going to fast. People don't fast on Shabbos. People don't fast on Yom. The people are not going to fast on some Gedal. It's an interesting thing. And yet, they make a new Yom Tif. Why? Only so they can add base Tishrei in the list of days that you're not going to fast. What do I care? What do I need you to add base Tishrei? Is it base Tishrei? Because you need Chizuk. What do you need Chizuk here for? If it's only a holiday of Megillus Tainus, I understand. People are going to cheapen the day. But now you're not of a problem. It's a, it's a difficult thing to understand. What are you saying? Loi plug. What loi plug? They're making a new... <laughs> no, but they're making a new Yom Tif. They're making a new Yom Tif. If, if, if you're not Christian, you won't look at the Yom Tif as, as, as also the Ramana Yom Tif. You only look at it as, as a divinitary Yom Tif. Because you don't have that safety guard of the day before it. You won't look at the so you're not being Right. The says a very geshmak of art. He says you have to understand it a little, a little deeper. It's not stamp shot. They made a new yomtiv. It's really irrelevant because it's already a yomtiv. So now we want to know what's the relevance. So we say, oh, they added a fast day before. Uh, they added an Easter of a fast day before. He says the, the reason they made Yom Tovim was they wanted Jews should remember them, should celebrate them. It should become part of the conversation. Part of it, there should be an emotional response to the Yom Tovim. The problem here is the Gemara says since Gimel Tishra is already a Yom Tif, so it swallows up the new Yom Tif. Nobody's even going to remember it because, you know, like we say, Ema Arvin Simcha Besimcha. You don't mix one Simcha and another Simcha. Each Simcha has to occupy its own space. Once time Gedalia is celebrating because of the transformation that happened with the second base Amikdash being rebuilt. So by making a new Yom Tif on that day, you're not really making it a Yom Tif because people won't be able to experience it because there's already another Yom Tif that eclipses it. Of them Gemara? No. Because this new Yom Tif has an additional day to it which is base Tishrei. So Melod has something that the original Yom Tov doesn't have. In other words, the Yom Tov, so to speak, starts base Tishrei. Even though base Tishrei is only an outgrowth of Gimel Tishrei, but it starts base Tishrei, so therefore you'll remember the Yom Tov. When was it Gedalia killed? Yeah, Gedalia was killed right after the Churban by Yisrishim. The Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Tishrei above, and Gedalia was killed the next year. It was a fast day for 70 years. For 70 years it was a fast day. But then Bizman Habayis, Shachar Yahanavi said that all these fast days are going to be Sosin and Simcha and Moedim Tov, and Mishma Shalom So that includes La'asid Lavai, 
but it includes also during the second base of Mikdash. It's still a little tricky because people can still think that this base Tisha Vinishvi is because of the Divya Kabbalah, the Yantam of, of Tamidaya. You're saying people are going to think that now that they added the Chizik, the base is not allowed, people are not going to realize it because of this new Yantam. They'll think it's because this union of, of Gimel Tishra. The Pnei Yeshua has a different vart, opposite vart. He says they wanted to make a Yom for what happened. Gimel Tishri was the time to make the Yom Once you're making such a Yom you have to also ask the day before. Why do you have to ask the day before? Because that's the Klal by Megillus Tainus. You don't make distinctions. Like you said, all the Klal by Megillus Tainus, you have to eye the day before here is irrelevant. Because people are anyway not going to come to fast. You're right. But they're not going to make a new get there that this Yom doesn't go a day before. They're not going to cheapen the Yom Tov. L'poil, you're right. You don't need it in this case. It's not like the other Yom Tovim. That's a different word. That's how the Pnei Yeshua learns. Fasemis learns this. To answer your question, you have to say that I guess it was publicized that way. It was publicized that way. His friends killed him, right? Yishmol ben Esanya, a Jew, yeah. From base David Nach. Zok Rashi, Yoim Shalifnei, Yoim Shalifnei, Vahahu lav deiraisuhu, Uboi chizuk. On which words is Rashi going here? The Havala Yom Shalifne Yom Shenarek Begadalia Benachikam. Vahu lav de Raisu Boychizuk. Lichaira. Some Gedalia is not Minatoida. So that needs Chizuk. So therefore, base Tisha is already. Usser and Tainus on this. The Gemara says, Divrei Kabbalah get Divrei Torah. But the Ava Amina was that it's anyway and not a day of Tainus. On this, the Gemara answers, No. It is a day of Tainus because it's Divrei Kabbalah. And therefore, they added this Chiddush of Gimel Tishne. The bottom line is, there's no proof that Botla Megill is Tainus. And there's no proof that Loi Botla Megill is Tainus. You could say, Botla Megill is Tainus. I, there was a yom of gimel tishrei. It wasn't after the churban. It wasn't after the churban. It was a middle of the hamikdash. So there's no proof that what that butla megillus tainus or loy butla megillus tainus. Either way, you could still maintain both shittas about megillus tainus. So Rosh Hashanah is the last day of Elul could have been one of two days. Usually, it was the thirtieth day of Elul. So how do we do it today in the fixed calendar? Today we do it differently. Then, base Tisha was, you asked about base Tisha being Rosh Hashanah. Base Tisha wasn't Rosh Hashanah. Why? We're talking here Bismana Bias, yeah. We're talking Bismana Bias. Rosh Hashanah was basically one day. Rosh Hashanah was one day because Elul was 29 days. 
and Rosh Hashanah was day 30. Even if you want to say Rosh Hashanah was two days, what's Pshat Rosh Hashanah was two days? Day 30 and day 31. Not based Tishrei. You understand? No, they were never Mekad Shechir without Edus. So how can you say They used to wait, they used to wait the first day, day 30, till Edus are going to come. If Edus came in the morning, beautiful, Rosh Hashanah was one day. Day 30 was Rosh Hashanah, and you're done. And tomorrow was based Tishrei. Day 30 became Aleph Tishrei. You understand? Or, Edus didn't come. So day 30 became day 30. For Rosh Hashanah, they couldn't get the message out. So how did, what did people do? Rosh Hashanah? They made two days. When was that? Oh, it was always two days. It was... It was always two days then. It wasn't in principle always two days. In reality... In reality, it was two days. Not in reality. Is that They keep two days? Yeah. So they keep two days. So one the reason they keep two days in Eretz Yisrael is because even in the time when they were Makadish the Chodesh al Rosh Hashanah had to be two days in Eretz Yisrael because the Shluchim couldn't make it. It always started. If you were in a place where you didn't know, it had to be two days. But not, that's not base Tishrei. Again. Yes, Lamed Amal. By us, in our, you understand? In our calendar... Because all Megillah's time is they made a day before and a day after. Huh? Remember also, practically speaking... For us, a tainus is a big thing. Then probably people fasted constantly. They didn't have so much food. But they also worked. You know, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. They worked hard, though. It's a serious idea. To say you're not eating from sunrise to sunset, yeah? Okay. It was a normal thing. It wasn't such a big thing. Huh? It wasn't a lot of food. It wasn't a lot of food. So you missed a breakfast, a lunch, and a supper. Today it's Chas uh, V'Shalom. There's food everywhere. Is that a Christian that's not But even other religions... So when the Chachamim said you don't fast, you eat something, it, it probably didn't make it yet a Yom Tif. They said a day before, a day after, three days in a row you should eat. This is some Metzias. Three days in a row you should eat, okay? Let's uh, summarize. The Gemara quoted a big machloikas between Rav and Rabbi Hanina versus Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. The question was, if Megillus Tainus, the 35, I think it's 35 Yamim Tovim, that were established during Bayez Sheni, by the Tanoim, to celebrate various victories and miracles that the Jewish people experienced, and they created a halacha, that you're not allowed to fast on these days. And some of these days you're not allowed to even make a hespit, a eulogy, for somebody who passed. If that, those institutions, if these takanas, if this sefer, Megillus Tainus, was bottled after the Churban Beis HaMikdash, not Rav Reb Chanina said, absolutely yes. 
just like the holidays of the four fast days, which became holidays, were bottled. And Rabbi Yechel, Rabbi Yishob and Levi said, you can't compare. Those were bottled because the Churban Beis HaMikdash really destroyed them. You can't turn Asar B'Tevis into a holiday or Tisha B'Av into a holiday when you have no Beis HaMikdash. But these holidays of Megillus Tainas, they're not dependent on the binion of Beis HaMikdash. They're not. Of course, it's Kishmak when there's a Beis HaMikdash, but the holidays still exist even without the binion of Beis HaMikdash. For example, let's take what we know, Purim. Purim is not cancelled because of Churban Beis HaMikdash. The Jewish people were saved on Purim, even if there's no Beis HaMikdash. So Purim is one of the holidays of Megillus Tainas. So Taka Purim we celebrate. Everybody holds we celebrate Purim. But uh, their Taina is, it's not connected, you can't compare. So the Gemara, thank you, the Gemara goes now on, on a series of discussions questioning the first view of Rabbi Reb Hanina that Megillus Tainas was bottled. The first problem was Hanukkah. We have a clear halacha that you're not allowed to fast on Hanukkah. So the Gemara said Hanukkah was different because of the, of the mitzvah of Hadlakas Neiris and a mitzvah that became accepted by all of Klal Yisrael and they felt it was inappropriate to take that away even though the rest of Megillus Tainus was bottled according to Rav Nebuchadnezzar. <coughs> the second question was from the holiday of Megillus Tainus, the third of Tishrei, where they made a special yom of why? Because they managed to get the Jewish people not to embarrass, denigrate, shame Shamayim by putting it into every single document, which seemed like a nice idea, but ultimately defeated its purpose, and therefore they made that a holiday. And the question is, if Butler Megillus Tainus, there's a big problem, because during the Beis HaMikdash, it was anyway a holiday, because it was Sam Gedalia. Zechariah says, Sassin Ha'sem So you have to say they made the holiday after the Churban Beis HaMikdash. But you're saying after the Churban Beis HaMikdash, there's no Megillus Tainus, and now you're telling me they made Nachanu Yom after the Churban? This the Gemara says that Avraham Rebchanan would say no. They did it during the Beis Hamikdash. Ayah was a yomtiv anyway. The answer is, but the yomtiv of Tzem there would only be an Isser Tainus on that day. Gimel Tishrei. But the yomtiv of Megillus Tainus, there is an extra component, and that is the day before also becomes Aser B'Tainus. Like all the Yom Tovim Megillus Tainus, the Gemara said it's Lifneim <laughs> and Lachareim. It goes. Uh, it goes on both of them. Bein lefnei and bein lachareim, it's asa b'tainus. I the day before is l'chayda anyway asa b'tainus because it's the day after rishchaydish. He says no, you can't compare that because rishchaydish is a dinner of minatayra, and the raisa doesn't need chizuk. You don't have to extend the days. Where megillus tainus is divrei soifrim, not a din minatayra. These are all holidays with the rabbanon. It's srichim chizuk. I he says fine. But if it was a holiday already in the Beis Hamikdash, Mitzat Son Gedalia, so that extended also to the day before. He said, "No, Divrei Kabbalah is Kedivrei Torah." Words of the prophets are like the words of Torah in this sense, in this sense that they don't need that chizuk. So this was the Haisafa, the addition of the Yom Tov of Megillus Tainus, according to Rav and Chanina, that base Tishrei is also Asabatainus. But after the Churban Beis Hamikdash. Bottle Megillus Tainus, including the holiday of Gimel Tishrei. Hanukkah is an exception. That's the shit of Rabbeinu Yeruchim. There is a shit in Rishonim that he was killed on Rosh Hashanah, but they didn't want to make a Tainus on Rosh Hashanah, so they pushed it off the day after Rosh Hashanah. Yes. And according to that, it's fine because that makes what? sense. Because the Tainus was. No, but the was a celebration. But the Tainus was a yomtiv. The question is, base Tishrei. Yeah. So, we still don't fast the Yom Tov and Motzilim. 
ניסוחל. נו. אתה יודע, somebody wants to have a time, it's מידת מן התורה, and we still do one day before and one day after. We just said now, when it's מן התורה, don't need חיזוק. What do we do it? תכלס, in actual. No, because איסור חג itself has a חשיבוס. Because it's in the next day after Yom Tov. It says, איסור חג בעבוי סמאט, כאנס המזבח, so the חז"ל say, כל האויסה, גודו לחג, if you continue the חג, מיילו לו והכוסוף, איסור חג itself has an Indian. Not because of חיזוק. Yeah, not because of it needs חיזוק. Not that it extends. זאת דגמור הווייטר. מייסיב רפטובי בר מסנה. Reptuvi, the son of Masna, asks a new question on whom? Again, on Rav and Ebchanina, who hold that Megillus Tainus was bottled. What's the question? He now quotes Megillus Tainus again, another holiday. Be'esrim, and this again, these are holidays, as we said, that we don't celebrate today because we don't, uh, we're not aware of these Yamun Tavim, unless you learn Megillus Tainus. It says, Be'esrim v'tamnaya be. Esrim is 20, tamnaya is 8. On the 28th day of the month of Adar, Basically, Megillus Tainus is divided into chapters. Every month gets its own chapter. So once you hit a month, he doesn't keep on saying which month. He just says, Bey, in him. That's why he doesn't say here it's other. You have to know what it says in Megillus Tainus. He just estimate because he goes through a list of the month. On the 28th day of it, Good news arrived to the Jewish people. That they don't have to stay away from Torah. What type of good news was this? So the Megillus Tainus explains, Shegazra HaMalchus Gzeda, the Malchus, the empire, the regime, which is the Roman, the Roman government, the Roman empire, issued forth an edict, a decree on the Jewish people. Shaloyaskobotayda, they should not learn Torah. Shaloyamulu as B'neim, they should not circumcise their sons. Vishayichalalu Shabbosus, and they should desecrate the Shabbos. Three Gzeidas, the Marsha explains that these three mitzvahs irked the Romans more than any other mitzvahs, because these three mitzvahs set apart uniquely, specifically, the Jewish people. By Torah it says, This is your wisdom before all the nations. By Bris it says, Bris, it's a covenant between you and me. And Shabbos, between you and me. So the Marsha says, it's these three from all the other mitzvahs that really irked them, and hence they made this gzeda on Torah, on Brismillah, and on Shmiris Shabbos. What happens? Ma also Yehuda ben Shamua v'chaveirov. What did Yehuda ben Shamua, one of the Tanoim, do together with his friends? Quite an interesting plan. Holchu v'notlu mimatrunissa. They went to get advice from Matrunissa. Matrunissa means a princess, like a, uh, an aristocrat. An, a Roman, a Roman aristocratic woman. They went to get advice. Matrunissa Achas, one particular aristocratic woman, but she wasn't just a regular woman. All the greats of Rome used to frequent her. They asked her what to do. They asked her what to do. Apparently, she had her she had her finger on the pulse of Rome. You know, she knew Rome intimately, Tartamashma, and they asked her what she would advise. Advise. Amrulahem, what did she say? It's time for Havgana. You have to make a demonstration. Bayu Havginu. Havginu literally means scream. Come, 
and scream, shout, Balayla, at night. Somebody screams in the middle of the day, there's so much commotion, you can't hear them. At night, it's a quiet time, you scream, everybody hears. So go scream at night in all the streets. That's what you should do. That's what they did. They went and they demonstrated. They went out and they started to scream at night. Amru, and this is what they said. Like we would say, for heaven's sake, for God's sake, like for heaven's sake. Are we not your brothers, Rome? Are we not the children of one father? Are we not the children, are we not both children of one mother? Why have we been set apart from every other language and every other nation that you issue forth on us such malicious and difficult decrees? And as a result, Rome nullified these decrees. That day was Chavches Adar, 28th of Adar. They made it a Yom Tif. This is a classic Yom Tif of Megillus Tainus. What did they mean? Are we not brothers? Are we not the children of one father, the children of one mother? The Chazal always saw Rome as a perpetuation of Esau. Rome was Esau is associated with Edom. He's your brother. Esau is a brother. So he says, are we not brothers? Esau is our brother. Are we not the children of the same father, Yitzchak? Are we not the children of the same mother, Rivka? So, manishtaninu, manishtana. Ha'uma hazeh, this nation from all the other nations of the world. This was the advice she gave them. They followed the advice and they succeeded. It's interesting. The Marsha again says that they said three things. Are you not our brothers? Are we not brothers? Are we not the children of one father? Are we not the children of one mother? It seems like a repetition. Or just different... Le- What's the point? She says it had to do with the three Xeras. One Xera was Taira, one Xera was Shabbos, and one Xera was Mila. So he says, when they said, are we not brothers? They were being Miramas on the Xera not to learn Taira, because in Taira it says, it says, He's your brother. And Malchus Raimi is connected to Esau. Are we not your brothers? The Torah that you want us not to learn calls us your brother. Calls us your brother and calls you our brother. The second thing is, Are we not the children of one father? Yitzchak, your father was circumcised when he was eight days old. In fact, the first Jew to get a bris at eight days was... Yitzchak, Avram was 99. Yitzchak was eight days old. Then he said, We're not the children of one mother. Because Rivka, we know, observed Shabbos. The Pasuk says, mm-hmm. So we say that what? That Ne'er she was like Sarah, that Ne'er Dalak, a candle yeah, burnt, Me'er of Shabbos, Le'er of Shabbos. This was a remez for the Gzairan Shabbos. The Marsha says that's why they said these three things. In other words, for all these Cheshbainas, you should let us learn, you should let us have a bris, and you should let us celebrate Shabbos, your own mother, your own father, and, and, and the Torah calls us her brother. And they were successful. This is the source from Allah Havganas. Allah Havganas. Huh? Yeah, they didn't throw eggs. They actually said something. But, uh, yeah. 
And this was the eighth of a non-Jewish woman. In middle of the night. In middle of the night. Now it's interesting, yet Rashi says, Scream in the marketplaces and the streets. You need that the Sarim were the Senate. This, the Rome was run by a, by a Senate. They were called the Sarim. They should listen and they should have Rahman Asanya. You would think sometimes such a thing can have the opposite result, right? So I guess that's in there. They, they, they took advice from, uh, from a woman who knew, who knew the Matzav. I mean, you can't know when this works, when it, maybe it's counterproductive. But she said, This is the Eitzah. And they were successful. Like we would say, for God's sake, for, for, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's sake, why are you doing this toss? What's the question? Here's the Shaila. If Rav and Nebuchadnezzar are right, that after Chorben Beis HaMikdash, Megillus Tainus was destroyed, here's the question. The first Yamim Toivim that you established during the Bayusheni, you're saying, are bottled. They're irrelevant, because the Chorben happened. So now I ask you, So now the Megillus Tainus adds, after the Chorben, new holidays? Doesn't make sense. If you're taking the old holidays that already exist in a Bayashen, you're saying once Gullah started, it's all over. So now you're telling me not only are they not over, you're even creating new ones. Not only are you maintaining for memory's sake the old ones from the good days, in the bad days when it's all bottled, you're creating new ones. That wouldn't make sense. If you hold it, the, all the Toichen of the Abtai Megillah's times are not Shaykh the Gullahs, so Madach, the ones that were in a time of Gullah. You're still maintaining in Galos. Here, here you're doing even much, much worse. You're creating a new one in Galos, right? You're creating a new one. That's the Pella. According to the other Shittas, it makes sense. Megillus Tainus was never bottled. Not only was it bottled, it continued. They even added, the Tanayim added new ones after the Chorban. I mean, it didn't go for much longer. At some point, Megillus Tainus was sealed. But they added more. But according to Rav Nebuchadnezzar, it's a Pella. If you're going to answer, okay. say that it was during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Rome took over the Middle East before the Churban Beis HaMikdash. They were the ones who made the Churban Beis HaMikdash. So once Rome took over, maybe it happened before the Churban, and there was a Gzaira, and Chavches Adar was the salvation, and they made it in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Just like we said before about the Yom Tif of Gimel Tishrei, that they made it during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara says, hey, you can't say this. In the previous Yom Tov with Gimel Tishrei, it wasn't associated with a name. But here we have a name. V'ha Yehuda ben Shamua, Yehuda ben Shamua, who is the one who went with his friends to get advice about what to do. Talmidish Reb Meir. He was a student of Reb Meir. We're soon going to see how we know he was a student of Reb Meir. Maybe he was not. We'll soon see. V'reb Meir basar hachihava. And there's no question that Reb Meir lived after the Churban Beis Hamikdash. How do we know? So Rashi tells us right away the Cheshbon. Take a look at Rashi. Reb Meir Basar Churban Hava. The Gemara means Kamadoidus, not right after a few generations. Why? The Habi Meir Reb Yochanan Ben Zakkai Charov Habayis. The Beis Hamikdash was destroyed during the era of Reb Yochanan Ben Zakkai. This is not a question. There's a whole sugya Meseches Gitten, Tafnun Vav, the famous sugya of Kamtza Bakamtza. Perik Hanizokin, where we learned that Rabbi Yechel ben Zakkai was there during the Churban. He managed the situation, he was taken out of Yerushalayim, he met Vespasian, he made the deals with him, etc. Next, 
Rabbi Eliezer Talmidoi Hoyo. Rabbi Eliezer was the famous Talmud of Rabbi Yechid In fact, the Gemara says over there, Rabbi Yechid wanted to be brought out of Yerushalayim to meet Vespasian Aspasionus, who was then the commander-in-chief. Who was then the commander-in-chief, ultimately running the whole operation. Later, Vespasian would become the emperor himself, this emperor himself, and they wouldn't let out anybody from Yerushalayim because the Kanoim, the Sikrik and the Zealots, were what? They wanted absolute war. So they had to... Sir Rebbech Mazakeh feigned that he was dead, and they slept him out on a bed. Who slept him out? says, Rebbe Eliezer was one of them. His Talmud, Rebbe Eliezer was his Talmud. So Krashi Vaiter. For Rebbe Akiva, Talmud, Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Akiva was a student of Rebbe Eliezer, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin. Rebbe Eliezer was Rebbe Akiva's Talmud. Throughout Shas, Rebbe Eliezer relates to Rebbe Akiva as a student, and conversely, Rebbe Akiva relates to him as a Rebbe. This is Rebbe Leza HaGadol, Rebbe Leza Ben Horkinus, who was ultimately put in Cherim over the story with the oven and Baba Metzia, and who went to visit him. Rebbe Akiva went to visit him, his Talmud went to visit him, but that was their relationship. Vaite, with Rebbe Meir, Talmudish Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe Meir was a student of Rebbe Akiva, the Gemara says in Erevin, Kol Mokim Shata Moitze, Mishum Rebbe Yishmol, Omar Talmud Echad Lufnei Rebbe Akiva, Einoi Elo Rebbe Meir. Wherever it says in Shas that a Talmud said a Shmua to Rabbi Akiva in the name of Rabbi Shmua, Rabbi Shmua and Rabbi Akiva were colleagues. Huh? Also, yeah. Rabbi Meir was a Talmud of Elisha ben Avuya, yeah. So Rabbi Meir is considered the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Meir also had another Rebbe, as you said, Elisha ben Avuya, who he continued to learn from even after he became a heretic, as the Gemara says in Chagiga. He continued to learn by him. But his Rebbe was Rabbi Akiva. So now you have Rabbi Yechina Menzaki the Talmud of the Churban. A Talmud is Rabbi Eliezer. His Talmud is Rabbi Akiva. His Talmud is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is certainly after the Churban by Yashani. If this is the case, Yehuda ben Shamua is a Talmud of Rabbi Meir. So he's certainly after the Churban by Yashani. So this story of Chavches Adah couldn't happen in the middle of the Beis HaMikdash. It had to happen after the second Beis HaMikdash. Yeah, you hear how the Gemara analyzes the dates. If that's the case, we have here a big problem with Butler Megillus Tainus. This doesn't make sense. Now the Gemara has to prove that Yehuda ben Shamu was a Talmud of Reb Meir. Maybe he wasn't. So now the Gemara goes off on another subject and proves that Yehuda ben Shamu was the student of Reb Meir. Zogdi Gemara how do we know he was the student of Reb Meir? Okay, so here we come to a different uh, sugir for a few moments, which is going to prove this issue. We have to remember a little introduction when it comes to Tumah, purity and impurity. As we mentioned a few times by us, the words Tumah and Tara are basically Chinese. But if you lived as a Jew in the time of the second Beis HaMikdash, Tumah and Tara was as relevant as today, Shachris min Chamaidev. It was part of the fabric of Jewish life, as Bdikas Chametz, as making us say It was part of literally the daily fabric of Jewish life. Things becoming Tameh and things becoming Tahir. In terms of people, in terms of clothes, in terms of Kalim, of utensils, and the halachas that apply to each and every one of them. Not only for Koyanim, but for any Jew, any Jew. Jews were going to the Besamikdash. In a few days, you'd go to the Besamikdash, the Karban Pesach. You had to go. If you're Tameh, could you go into the Harabais? Could you go into the Azor? I mean, these were all 
issues that related to everybody. Somebody died in a house. Everything in the house was now Tommy. Everything. The blankets, the food, the drinks, the utensils, all the people that were in the house because they wanted the, still the roof. Today. There's just no yes. place for the... <laughs> for the expression of it. Expression of it. Okay, so now we have to remember a few Yisoides when it comes to Tumantar. The Torah says clearly, any vessel made of metal becomes Tomei Min HaTorah. you have a metal fork, a metal spoon, a metal knife. It becomes impure biblically. What happens if it breaks? What do I mean it breaks? It's not suitable anymore to be used in the way it's supposed to be used. Automatically becomes Tahir. Why? The definition of Tum is only when the Kali is functioning as a Kali. Let's say it's a bowl. And there's a hole in the bowl. It's a keli, it's a pitcher of water, and there's a hole. You can't use a pitcher of water with a hole. Yeah? If it's a keli made to put in pomegranates, I don't care if there's a little hole, the pomegranates won't fall out. But if it's a pitcher, and you want to put in water there, now there's a hole, it's useless. It's a broken keli. Automatically, it becomes tahar. Min ha Came the chachamim, and they decreed a tuma. If you fix the keli, if the keli is broken, it's tar. It's gone. The tumah is gone. But if I now repair the keli, so min it's tar. It broke. It became pure. You now repair it. Lucky you. Use it. The Chachamim said, no. If you repair it, it goes back to its original tumah. Of course, unless <coughs> unless you metayr it, unless you cleanse it. You could, you could cleanse it in a mikveh. Or if it's a Tumas Mace, then you need a more serious cleansing. You need a Paraduma. But as long as you didn't cleanse it, it goes back to the original Tumma, even though a second Tumma didn't happen. It didn't become Tumma a second time. That's a Mishnah in Mesech Tekel. What's the reason for this? Why would they do this? What did they care? You fixed your Kel, it's Tahir Minatayr. The reason is because what happened was, this became a regular method that people were using. It wasn't such a bad method. You break the keli, you make a little hole or something, and you make it not usable, and then it becomes tahir, and you repair it, and it's all good. What was their concern? Their concern was that often people would make holes that were not large enough to disqualify the keli. If it's a keli that's used for liquid, then a little hole disqualifies. But if it's a keli used for, uh, for fruits, right, you have to make a large enough hole. If you're just doing it to make it tahir, often they they saw that people are not making large enough holes. In other words, the keli never became tahir. And now they would just repair it, and they used it as tara, and it was a serious thing. A coin could put truma into it. The truma is now tummy. He's not allowed to eat it. All, all, the, other, all the other obstacles that are going to happen. So therefore they said, it's a health nisht. It's still tummy. This was the reason they made the gzeda. There was another reason they made the gzeda, and that is... A keli that breaks immediately becomes tahir. You don't need anything else. The moment it breaks, it's tahir. You don't even have to wait till sunset of that day. What's called harif shemesh becomes tahir. What about a keli that didn't break? It's a whole keli, but you put it in a mikveh. You put it in a kosher mikveh. Here you have to wait till nightfall for it to become tahir. It's called harif shemesh. Many things, even though you went to the mikveh, you still have to wait till nightfall. In other words, you need a new day. It's not enough that you're in the mikveh. You need a new day for the tara to happen. They were afraid that if they're going to allow the tara through breaking, so people are what? Going to use it right away. 
because you don't need anything else. People who didn't see the breaking think, a keli became tame, you made it tahar, and that day you can eat it right, you can use it right away, even if you went to the mikveh, even if you put it in the mikveh. Well, the only guys, uh, Irish Amish, they have to have the whole tumor come back. But that, that once you had the first reason that Bechlau the issue was that's this is this is this is the mission of Masachtakal. Now we have one more detail here. Glass. Glass vessels are not Tommy Minatoira. They're not. The Chachamim made the Tumah on Shukhis. The reason they made the Tumah is because you make glass from sand, sand liquid sand, or other sands. Now, the classic Kalim that are Tumah are clay matchis and clay cheres. Clay cheres are earthenware vessels. Glass is not an earthenware vessel. An earthenware vessel, you should take earth, and you make from it a Kalim. You take earth... And you turn it into a keli, and you bake it in an oven or in the sun. That's called clay cheres. Unlike clay adama, which is just plain earth, you just take mud, you make a keli out of it, and then it's tar. It's not makabotum. It's so cheap that it's worthless. It's not makabotum. That's clay adama. But clay cheres is earthenware that you actually bake it. It has some chashivos. Not a very big chashivos. It comes from earth. It's not like metal, but it has some value, and it's makabotum. Since clay shuches also come from sand, and of course they have a prominence, so the chachamim goyzer tuma on clay shuches glass. What happens if the glass breaks? It's makabel tar. It becomes tar. What if it repair? You repair it again. Of course, minatayde there was never a tuma. Midirabbanon, you would think the tuma should come back by clay shuches. They were not goyzer. Why were they not goyzer by clay shuches? Because the whole tuma is midirabbanon. The whole tumma by kleich matches the tumma is minatayda, and they were afraid that it's not going to break in a sufficient way with large enough holes that makes it tar. So you have a serious tumma here. The whole tumma is min So therefore, what's going to happen? It broke. It's tar. Now you're going to repair it. Why should they keep the tumma over here? They 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 they, uh, they allowed you to treat it as a tar dika keli. So a kleis chuches tumma that broke and it became tar and it went back. You fixed it. It does not go back to its old Tumah. Why? Because it's not Menatayr, and therefore they were not Machmer with this Tumah. Glass is based on Klecheres. Yeah, it's all based yeah, on Klecheres. Then we have the same thing with That's a good question. You're asking, called it Abana. So why doesn't it have the same gather of Klecheres? By Klecheres is a din that, let's say, something that's tummy touches the Klecheres from the outside, it's not tummy. The only way it becomes tummy is if the tummy goes in the inside, even if it doesn't touch it, it goes into the avir, to the atmosphere of the keli, inside, the only way it could become tummy. That's why if you have a mace in a room and the Klecheres is tied on the top, it's not tummy. Why? Even though the tumas mace even if the mace touches the klecheres, it's irrelevant. It has to go inside. So if you have a summit puzzle, if it's if there's a sealed lid, the klecheres remains tahir. Only a klecheres. Everything else becomes tummy from the outside. So you're asking why klei doesn't have the same halacha if the whole klei comes from a klecheres. The answer to that is, 
Why is a clay cheres makabal tuma only on the inside, not on the outside? Every keli, a clay matchis, yeah? Metal, gold, silver, stam metal that we use, it's makabal tuma anyway, inside, outside. The answer is because the other kalim have value. Clay cheres is extremely cheap. It's made of earth. What's its chashivas? Its chashivas is that it holds something else inside of it. It's a keli. It's, that it's a keli. That it's a keli that's makabal something. Something else is contained in the clay cheres. Because that's its whole chashivas. So therefore, the outside of it is considered worthless. It's like clay glolem. You make a keli out of dung. People would make, poor people would take dung of animals and make a clay. It's not makabal tumah. Because it's too cheap to be makabal tumah. Huh? Tumah is always commensurate with chashivas, how much it's used by people. Bechlal, the holier you are, the more tumah, right? Because tumah always is attracted. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no. It's, it's, it's a whole huge chayim on this. The sensitivity. The sensitivity. Tumah is attracted. You know, you, you don't go rob a schnorri, you go rob a bank. You understand? Tumah is attracted to the power of Kedusha. So wherever there's more potential for Kedusha, and there's an absence of it, there's more Tumah. Yeah? That's why by a person, more than by an animal, etc. Wherever there's more potential for Kedusha, there's more capability of Tumah. There's more sensitivity, and there's more depth over there. Right? Higher soul, the Gemara says, Kol HaGadol Higher souls also can have bigger shviris, a bigger sense of shvira, because the demons want to get there because there's a lot of good food there. There's a lot of good, a lot of good nutrition there. Bemela, the more chshivis and the more it's useful by a person, the more makabel tumah. So clay cheres, the only chshivis is what not on the outside. The only chshivis is what that it has something inside of it. But clay schuchis. Elamai, the whole mitzvah of schuchis is not mekabel tumah minatayra. But once they're abundant, say it should be mekabel tumah. It's already a chashav akeli. It's a chashav akeli. It's mekabel tumah everywhere. But the reason they made klei schuchis to be mekabel tumah lechatchila is what do they need it for? Because it's doima lecheres. Why is it doima lecheres? Because you create it from sand. Sometimes the mesuvav becomes stronger than the siba. Sometimes the result is stronger from the sin. Yeah? We learned Shvuas is more Yom Tov Shalgalias is more Chama than the other Yom Tov Shalgalias because it's Vada. The whole Shvuas came because of the other Yom Tov but it becomes more Chama. So you have a Metzias here of Klei Shuchis with a different Halach. What's the issue now? The issue is the following situation. You have a glass cup or a glass bowl or whatever it is. It became tummy, and now it broke. There's a hole. It cracked. Since it cracked, it became toher. How did you seal the crack? You didn't seal the crack with more glass. You sealed the crack with metal. You sealed the crack with metal. What's the halachina? The Tanan, we learned the Mishnah. Klei schuches. You have vessels of glass that became impure. The nikvu, nikvu, and they, shenikvu, uh, they, they got a hole to the point that they become ktahir. Vehitif lesoichan avar. The person poured um, lead into them. What?
It was a glass keli. Nikvu could mean cracked. What does he say, Nikvu? He says cracked, probably, no? Perforated. Okay, always good. You use a fancy word and it works. Perforated. The glass gets perforated. Shine, I didn't. Okay. It's not a two day glass. Where is Yehuda Nado from? We need him. He would already Google and figure it out. You put lead into it. Reb Shimon, the son of Gamliel, said, Yehuda ben Shamua, Metami Mishim Reb Meir. Yehuda ben Shamua said, it's Tomei, and he said in the name of Reb Meir. Let's understand, even though after you sealed the hole, the clay schuches did not become Tomei again, but it goes back to the old Tumah that it had before. You know why? Because you put lead into it. And therefore, the halacha of the keli is established based on that which holds it up, based on that which strengthens it. And since you put it in with lead, you put in lead, and the tumah of lead is what? Min ha-tayra. See, I have an interesting thing. The lead itself wasn't tamay. <laughs> the glass keli itself became tahar, and would have become, would have remained tahar, even if you put in new glass and you repaired it. But since you put in now lead into it, so the keli now has a new metzius. It's considered like a keli of lead, and therefore, it's halacha changes, and it goes back to the old tumah. That's the chiddush of Reb Meir. Why? Ah, let's see Rashi. And the chachamim say it's not true. This is not the halacha. The chachamim say it's tahir. In other words, we treat it as a glass keli. And a glass keli has a halacha that if it gets perforated, it becomes pure, and I don't care if you repair it. Ah, you repaired it with lead, it doesn't change its status. From this Bryson, number one, we learned that Yehuda ben Shamua was a student of Reb Meir. That's why he was saying a halacha in his name. And therefore we also learned that the holiday of Chavches Adar was after the Churban Beis HaMikdush. Now let's see Rashi about the halacha itself. Zok Rashi. The Tnan, we learned a Mishnah, and this Mishnah teaches us that the Behudim and Shemua Talmud should have made it. Kleis Chuchis Shenikvu. Shenitmu, the first thing you have to remember is they became Tomei Venikvu and then Venokvon, and he actually perforated them. He's the one who did it. He, he made it. Lataru Mitomosim. Maybe this answers your question. Even if it doesn't naturally happen, he did it specially in order to be in Matahir. Aver Oiferes, he put in lead, he poured in lead, Listem Esanekov to seal, to plug the hole. Yehuda ben Shamua metame loimar shechazru lutumasan yeshana va'afal pishel enagu shuv betumah. Even though they didn't touch tumah again, they become tame. Va'afal pishen kleis chuches chayzun lutumasan yeshana. Even though glass kalim don't go back to the old tumah when you repair them. Kedame bebeda kamad shabbos shleig gazru chazarus tumah yeshana lebeklei matches. The gzeid of tumah yeshana is only by metal. Hani nami here hoyil v'ha'aver ma midoy. The status changes. Because you put in lead to hold it up, so it's the aver, the avar, which is a ferris, lead. Avar, not aver. Avar is ma'amida, holds it up, so it now changes its status. It's not called a clay schuches, it's called a clay matches. The hakel hoilech acher amaymed. Reb Meir says everything goes according to the maimed. Maimed means that which holds you up. That which gives you, so to speak, your foundation, that which makes you a repaired keli. 
So even though the Tumah happened when you're a clay schuches, but now what's your gather? Your gather is a clay matches. And you were once Tomei, right? You were once Tomei. And it was repaired. So therefore you go back to Tomei Yishana. That's Reb Meir's shit. Why? The Ikra Karek Because fundamentally, essentially, this is glass. You don't follow the lead, even though the lead is holding it up. Is that which caused it to be repaired. It plugged the hole. Fine. But you don't go basar amaymi. You go basar iker keli, meaning the majority of the vessel is not lead. The majority of the vessel is glass. This is one interpretation in Rashi to explain the machlaikas. Rashi continues, ayin aleph. You know what ayin aleph is? Inyan acher. Another way of looking at it. Another explanation in the argument. A different explanation. Until here, it only makes sense if you're going to say from now on, the new timah will be If you want to say Balabatish, I can answer you that somebody, if Reb Meir holds you go and it's called Matchis, yeah? So you may think that, or somebody else may think, that clay Matchis that became Tomei and it broke and it was repaired becomes Tahir again. You know, you may compare it to other clay Matchis if you're going Basar If you want to say Balabatish. Inyan Acher, another explanation. The kalim of glass are pure, and you perforated them, and you put in lead. Yehuda ben Shamua mit Amon tumas clay matches The other way around, the clay schuches were tahar. They broke. It's all good. It's all tar. You repair them. How do you repair them? By pouring lead into them. Now they become tummy. Now they become tummy after you poured lead. This is a machlag. Yehuda ben Shemua says it has a din of clay matchas. In other words, it's tummy minatayra. Imnaga ben tumma. If after you pour the lead into it, tumma touches them, we don't treat it as glass anymore. We treat it as metal. The hakal hoylech acher hamaimid. Since these kalim are being held up by the lead, which plug the hole, they have the halacha of lead, the makabal tumma like matchas. Chachamim etarim. What does it mean, metarim? Not like we thought before they say it's tahir. Metarim mitumas clay matchis dairaisa. They say it doesn't have the definition of tumah that's biblical as metal. Elamishim tumas clay schuches derabonam. They only apply to it the impurity of glass vessels, which are rabbinic by nature and not biblical. Why? She'ein clay matchis tmein dairaisa elamenuyin beparsha. Zov, Kesef, Nechoshes, Barzel, Bdil, Ve'oiferes. The only metal kalim that are Mechabal Tumah in are those the Torah says are Mechabal In Parshas, where is it? Parshas Chukas? Parshas, um, Parshas uh, Matos, right? Matos. We have gold and silver and copper and Barzel iron and Bdil. What's Bdil? Huh? What is Bdil? It's just the word Bdelium. Bdelium? 
Okay, Bdil Bedalium sounds good. Mekendach Kuken. Mekendach Kuken, yeah? Bamidba Lamed Alev Chavbez. Lamed Alev Chavbez. They come back from the war of Midian. And Elazar, the son of Aaron, tells them to what? To be Metahir, all the Kalim. So he says the gold, the silver, the copper, the iron, the tin. The tin. The tin and the lead. Everything that comes into fire, you should pass through the fire. So this is the halach of Kleimatches. Schuches, glass was not counted there. It's not Mechabal Tumah Menatayra. The Chachamim were Geyser Tumah. Why? As we said, because it comes from sand. By the way, what's the difference if it's Tumah Midaraisa Midarabonon? Is there a Nafkamina? We know one Nafkamina if it goes back to Tumah after it broke and it was repaired. Does it go back to Tumah or not? Right? According to Tumah Menatayra, the Chachamim were Geyser. Tumah Midarabonon, they weren't Geyser. But there's another Nafkamina, and that has to do with burning Carbonus. Or burning truma, meaning if a kayan has truma, he has let's say bread that was made from grain that you gave him as truma, or you ate a carbon, you have a carbon pesach, you have a piece of the lamb of the carbon pesach, and it touches a keli that's tummy minatayda. Somebody doesn't realize, and they put the piece of meat in a keli that's tummy minatayda. You have to burn it. If the keli was only tummy midirabanan, then you don't burn it. You don't eat it, but you can't burn it because to burn a carbon. You have to have a heter of taira to burn it. If it's tamim and taira, you could do it. It's tamim and rabbanon, so the minat taira is not tamim here. Huh? You let it be. You let it be. Right, right, right. Because you don't want to be metame yet. Okay. So this is the second shot in Ashi, a different shot. The mile in the second shot is what? It's easier to understand. It's it's, it's simpler to understand. Because it already had the lead before, and then it was Makabal The problem in the second Pshat is Chachamim Etarin is difficult to understand. Because Chachamim Etarin in the first Pshat means they say it's Tahar. In the second Pshat, they don't say it's Tahar. They say it's Tahar Minatayra. So the words Chachamim Etarin are a little more difficult in the second Pshat. Either Pshat, we see that Yehuda ben Shamua was a Talmud of Reb Meir. So that means the Yomtev of Chavches. Other was not made when? After the destruction of the second base of Mikdash. If that's the case, how could Rav and Ibchanina say, Butla Megillus Tainus? Kevaldika question. Yeah? And for the Gemara Tanoihi. The question if Megillus Tainus was Butla or not is really not a machlaikas of Amirayim. We thought it's a machlaikas of Amirayim. It's Rav and Ibchanina versus Rabbi Yechiran and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. That's what we thought. It's a machlekes of Amirayim. He says, Tanoi, it's a machlekes of Tanoi. The Tanya, we learned in Megillus Tainus. Another quote from Megillus Tainus. Hayamim ha'eluk suvin b'megillus taksuv b'megillus Tainus. These days that are enshrined are written in Megillus Tainus. Where you're not allowed to fast and sometimes you're not allowed to eulogize. Be'bizman she'beis ha'mikdash kayim. Be'bizman she'beis ha'mikdash kayim asurin. The Megillus Tainus says... These days are forbidden to fast when the Beis HaMikdash exists and when the Beis HaMikdash doesn't exist. Divrei Reb Meir. This is the opinion of Reb Meir. Reb Yaisi Yoimir, Reb Yaisi says, No, Bizman She Beis HaMikdash Kayim Asurin. When the Beis HaMikdash exists, these days are forbidden to be seen as days of mourning and grief. Why? Because these days are days of joy for the Jewish people. When the Beis HaMikdash does not stand, Mutarin. 
You're allowed to eulogize and fast during these days. Why? Because these days become days of grief, of mourning. In other words, this Braise in Megillus Tainus is talking about a particular situation. And that is, there were people who used to bring wood to the Mizbeach. What's Pshat? When they built Bayesheni in the beginning, there was tremendous poverty. They couldn't afford. It wasn't like the first Beis Hamikdash built by Shleim HaMelech. To the point that the Gemara says that the elder Jews, the elderly Jews who saw the second Beis Hamikdash being built, but they still remembered 70 years ago, if they were 80 or 90 years old, they remembered what the first Beis Hamikdash looked like, they were crying. They were crying because they said, how could you compare? How could you compare the second to the first? Yeah. The poverty was so profound, they, didn't even, they couldn't even afford lumber. And you need lumber, that's the most important, one of the most important items, because Eish Tamid took it on Mizbech, he had to have a perpetual fire on the Mizbech. So what happened? There were individual Jewish families who donated lots of lumber to the Beis HaMikdash, to be used in the Beis HaMikdash. And they would make a Yom Tif that day that they would donate. And what happened was, this is called Zman Atzei Kayanim, Throughout Bayis Sheni, because of their situation, because of their donation, they would always celebrate this day as a Yom Tif. This day became the Yom Tif when they donated wood for the Mizbeach. So the Yosi says after Churban Beis Hamikdash, the celebration stops. Why? Because it's Avil Hulahem. It becomes a day of mourning. Why? Because it reminded them that there's no Beis Hamikdash and there's no wood for the Mizbeach. They allowed them to always perpetually throughout Bayesheni bring wood on this day when they brought it the first time. And it was a yamta for them. They wouldn't fast. They would make a Suda. It was different Jewish families. There's a Mishnah in Tainus. They would go through all the, they go through all the days there. So Rabbi Yossi says the other holidays in Megillus Tainus also because many of them or most of them are somehow connected, in his opinion, to the Mizbeach, to the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore it creates an oval. And therefore, since most of the Mayadim were bottled, they already mavatl everything. They already mavatl everything. Or, you could say, that even the Yamam Toivim, that were not connected to the Beis HaMikdash, nonetheless, after the Churban Beis HaMikdash, they became days of oval, because every Yom Tif became a day of oval. Why? Because they remember the Yom Tif when they did it during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. So therefore, Rabbi Yossi says it was cancelled. Rabbi Meir says not. So we have clearly a Machlekes Atanoyim if Batla Megillus Tainus after the Churban or not. So now we have no problem. The Braise that says that Chavches Adar was a Yom Tif, and when was the Yom Tif made? After Churban Beis HaMikdash, by Yehuda ben Shamua and his friends. This follows the shit of Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Yehuda ben Shamua, he made the Yom Tov of Chavches Adar because he followed Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir holds Loi Botlam Megillus Tainus and therefore he made a new Yom Tov even after the Churban. If you would ask Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi would say, no way, not only can't you make a new Yom Tov, even the old ones don't celebrate anymore. So it's a Machlekes So now the question is, Rav Reb Chanin, you have a question on them from the Rabbi Yehuda ben Shamua. They follow the shit of Rabbi Yossi. They follow the shit of the... Is there another shit? Yeah, there's another shit. That's where the Gemara answers. There's two shit about Megillus Tainus. Now, the question is, what's the halacha? So the Gemara says, V'hilchisa, the halacha is... This is a fascinating expression now. V'hilchisa, the halacha is batlu. The halacha is that Megillus Tainus is batlu. All the Yom Taifim are batlu. V'hilchisa and the halacha is loy batlu. They're not batlu. 
So this is what quantum mechanics, the halach is bottle, and the halach is it's not bottle. Frek de Gemara, kasha ilchasa ilchasa. You have here a problem. This sounds confusing. It's a contradiction from one halach against another halach. You tell me the halach is that Megillah's tainus is gone. It's irrelevant. Then you tell me the halach is it's not relevant. What's pshat? And for the Gemara, loikash, kan b'chanaka upurim, kan b'sharyami. When you said the halach is that Megillah's tainus is loy butler, it's talking about Chanukah and Purim, which are miracles that are recorded in Megillah's tainus. The miracles of those days became so public, like we learned before about Chanukah, and here we just have an edition of Purim. They could not, they did not feel they could take away these Yom Tovim. After the Churban Beis HaMikdash, they could not take away Purim from Klal Yisrael. It would have been too much of a... Of a clock, too much of a, it became too famous. It became too entrenched. Why? Because these Yom Tovim are not just days when you don't fast. There's Shalach Manas, Amatonas Levyonim, and Megillah, so there's Purim, there's lighting Hanukkah candles, there's saying Halal, Alanisim, whatever you do on Hanukkah and Purim, it became entrenched in Klal Yisrael. Rashi says it was like Shaltoida, they wouldn't take it away. Khan, when it says Allah, Batla Megillah's Tainus is Bishar Yoimi. All the other days of Megillah's Tainus. For example, we learned Gimel Tishrei, we learned Chavches Adar, all the other halachas, all the other days is Batla Megillah's Tainus. In other words, today you're allowed to fast during those days. You're allowed to make eulogies during those days. They're not considered Yamim Toivim anymore. Tubeav is part of it? Tubeav is what? From where did he come? So when did he start? Since it has been signed? It was during Bayesidish already. Yeah. Now, according to the conclusion that Hanukkah and Purim is loy batla megillas tainis? There is one one detail to be mentioned, and that is we learned that all the holidays of megillas tainis you're not allowed to fast the day before, you're not allowed to fast the day after. But the fact is that when it comes to Hanukkah and Purim, are you allowed to fast out of Hanukkah? You're not allowed to fast out of Hanukkah. L'chayda, it's on megillas tainis. You're not allowed to fast out of Hanukkah because we said it goes the day before, the day after, right? But Shmuel, the Gemara in Masechta Tainis brings la halacha from Shmuel. That it's not true. That uh, Hanukkah and Purim, even though it's not bottle, the days before and after are not Aser B'Tainus. Even though Rabbi Yochan over there argues and he says the days before are Aser and Tainus. But nonetheless, because we see that all of Megillah's Tainus is bottle B'Zman so even though Legabe Hanukkah and Purim, we, contain, we continue the Megillah's Tainus, but we are lenient about that detail, that you don't have to extend the Isra to the day before and the day after, and therefore Erev Hanukkah, or a day after Hanukkah, you're a lot of fast, and that's the reason we're a lot of fast when Tainus Esther. L'chaeri, you're not a lot of fast Tainus Esther. Why? Because it's a day before Purim. So you're not allowed to fast, Megillah's Tainus. That's why you won't have in Gemara the Marshal or Mishnah, you don't have a mention of Tainus Esther. Now the Mishnah in Gemara is already after the Churban. So if you say, Loi Batla Megillah's Tainus, we can understand. Even if you say Batla Megillah's Tainus, but Purim it wasn't Batla. Purim, everybody says it wasn't Batla. Why could we fast Tainus Esther? The answer is because since the whole Megillah's Tainus was Batla Allah, they were Mavatl, this detail that the tainus is also even the day before or the day 
after. That's what the Ritva, the Ritva says. <laughs> Oh, so that means during Bayesheni, when Megillah's Tainus was Loi Botla, they, cu- they couldn't do Tainus Esther before. They couldn't do Tainus Esther before. And those who hold Loi Botla Megillah's Tainus completely, nothing. So Lechayra put him also continued, right? So Tainus Esther is a different gather of a Tainus. Tainus Esther is a different gather of a In our generation, nobody thinks that he's... Uh, nobody knows. Uh, nobody knows. Yeah, okay, nobody knows because he's Batla. Our generation, what? We don't. None, none of this Yemim uh, Tevim we do. Megillus Tainus, right? Chanukah and Purim we do. Yeah. Chanukah and Purim we do. Toysvus has an interesting order here. Hardeb Yehuda ben Shamua Talmidu Shereb Meir. Take a look, you test some at Aleph. You see? Hardeb Yehuda ben Shamua Talmidu Shereb Meir. Since Rabbi Yehuda ben Shamua was a Talmud of Reb Meir, the question is how we could make a Yomtev after Churban by Yesheni. So Toysvus says, Tame. The Pedic say the tiniest in Masechta Tainus, the Gemara says, Ketzat, Pedic say the tiniest Ketzat, part of he asks a question there. Esther Betisha Nami, my area. The Gemara says that the 29th of other is Asr Betainus. Why? The Havale Yoime Mekame de Itukum Tmida. Interesting question. One of the holidays in Megillah's Tainus goes from Rishchidish Nissen through Eight Nissen. Why? The Tzudukim had a fight with the Chachamim, and they said everybody donates, different weeks people donate carbon tomates. And they said, no, it has to come from all of Klal Yisrael. When they won the debate, they made a yamta from Rishchidosh Nisan to Ches Nisan, I guess they won the debate. So the Gemara says that the 29th of other is Asr Betainus. Why? Because it's the day before Rishchidosh Nisan, which is the holiday of Megillus Tainus from Rishchidosh. So the day before is Asr Betainus. So the Gemara says, my area, why does he say that it's Asr Betainus, the Havala Yayim, the Tukmut typically, the Havala Yayim, the Basr Esr Betamniya. Say the other way, it's a day after Chavches Adr. Chavtes Adr is a day after Chavches Adr. You're saying Chavches Adr is a Yom So the day after is also, why do you have to go later and say it's a day before the Shchaydash Nisan? Even without that, it's a day after Chavches Adr. Rekhto says, my Kusha. What question is this? Ha'idi Tukum Tmidizahayim the din, the, the yomtiv that happened because they established the halachas about carbon tomat happened, of course, when the Beis HaMeter stood, because that's when you made a carbon tomat. After the korban, it was irrelevant. There was no carbon tomat anymore. the the story of Chavches Adar, how you made a Yudu ben Shemot, how you should have made it. was the time of the Yudu ben Shemot that stood in the Yudu So why is the Gemara saying that don't make Chavtes Adar a, fa- a, a, a day when you don't fast because Rishchaydish Nisan. Do it because of Chavches Adar. There's a big Milan doing it because of Chavches because it happened much earlier. In other words, the Isr Tainus and Chavtes Adar Mitzat Rishchaydish Nisan happened years, years, years earlier than the Isr Tainus Mitzat Chavches Adar. What type of question of the Gemara is this? How could the Gemara ask such a question? You can't, it doesn't make sense. This happened hundreds of years before or certainly many, many decades the question is, Rebbe is the one who says in the Mishnah that Esrim v'tisha ba'adu you don't fast. So he says, Rebbe who made the Mishnah, he shouldn't have said, actually not the, in Megillus Tainus, he's calling Megillus Tainus a Mishnah here. Rebbe, who was Masada the Mishnah, should have not said in Megillus Tainus that Meirei Shiarche the Nisan 
that it's usher because of Rish Chaydesh Nisan. Why? Even the Biyam of In his days, it was already irrelevant. In his days, it was after the Churban Beis Hamikdash. It was already Batla Batl Hatamid. So therefore, if Batl Hatamid, you're not going to asser because of that the day before Rish Chaydesh. So therefore, the Shaila is in his day. It was already irrelevant. That's the Shaila of the Gemara. To know what's pshat? Rebbe said that a mission of the Rebbe didn't write Megillus Tainus. That's the Kalapella here on Tosfos. This class is brought to you by the Yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net/slash/donate.